the news is making our people afraid of us. Yes. Yeah. And the news is making our people afraid of our neighborhoods mm-hmm. uh, ever since the first piece of, well, ever since the uh, first film ever came out. You know, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, yeah. You know, that made us afraid of our people. And, you know, shows like that, shows like Cops. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Shows like, you know, I mean, platforms like CNN, platforms like, you know, like Fox and shit like that, they've made us, like, afraid of my people. Well, well, they've made us afraid of our people. So I just felt, you know, a huge responsibility to go into those, those spaces and, like, not just show people the surface and, like, not just show people, you know, what's happening on the negative side of the light, but, like, what's happening on the other side because, you know... At, you know, at the same time, somebody just got killed in the hood. Somebody just started a business in the hood. Through the city, through the city, through the city. Girl, I really wanna know, really wanna know if you coming with me, coming with me, with, with me. It's a place I wanna go, place I wanna go. Through the city, through the city, through the city. It's a little spot I know. Do you wanna go? Are you coming? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are coming to you from Dope Society in the Bywater of New Orleans. And if this is your first time here, you are now listening to the All the Fly Kids show with the cool, calm, and connected talk straight. No chaser. I am your host, Geronimo Knows, urban culture and lifestyle enthusiast, performed blogger turned full-time conversationalist. I'm getting all tongue-tied here. <laughs> but as always, I got my co-host, super producer Robert J in the building. It's been a while, brother. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Hey, it has, I, it's been a good while, man. I'm glad, I'm glad to have you here, man. I am glad to be back. My eyes are watering from 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 the longing of wanting to be back here and, and this coke that I just burped through my nose. That shit was fire and awful. Rob, Robert's drinking uh, weird flavors of oh, Coca-Cola. God. <laughs> God. Y'all just drink Just making Florida poor life straight. decisions. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> cancer season. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally, literally, cancer season is upon us. Uh, but when you are not making these poor uh, beverage decisions, tell people where they can find us, man. So look, we are everywhere where podcasts are consumed. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Podbean, uh, iTunes. It ain't even iTunes no more. It's Apple Music Apple, now, Apple right? Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Shut it down, yeah, Google yeah. Podcasts. We everywhere. So all you got to do is search All The Fly Kids. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get with us on social media, we got Instagram and a Twitter and a Facebook page. Yep. All The Fly Kids. They're either on those sites as well. It, you can't spell it wrong. I told somebody about it today. They're like, All The Fly Kids? How you spell it? I'm like, I could slap you with the back of my hand. <laughs> If you just spell the way it's with the back of the hand, like I want you to have time to know that this is about to happen. <laughs> it ain't like just to come up real quick. It's like think about this um, before man. you decide to spell all the fly kids wrong. Well, most people I tell everybody I tell all the fly kids they get it right. So maybe I'm encountering all the smart people. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, I could be encountering some other people out there making bad, poor, poor life decisions on the daily. Yeah, I'm doing this shit as a conscious choice. Some people is they just they just don't know no better. Some people just don't know no better, bro. Okay, well, nonetheless, make sure y'all rate, comment, and subscribe. 
wherever you want to listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us on all the Fly Kids on all those different platforms. Um, submit any comments and questions to us via Instagram. What if they want to just talk to you? They don't even want to talk to me. They like this nigga too much. All right. Well, if you want to talk to us individually, you know, um, find out when Robert is coming out with his next R&B record. Hey, babe, babe. <laughs> you want to talk to me about how I just be irritated <laughs> with society, you can find us also on Instagram and Twitter individually at Geronimo Knows or at Robert, J-A-Y underscore. B-B as in babe. Yes. <laughs> Either one of those Or you can hit us at um, Info at all the fly kids Or Robert J-A-Y At all the fly kids dot com um, Shoot us whatever Comments or questions you got man um, We really want to know Y'all not submitting them Makes me think y'all ain't listening Or maybe y'all just ain't got nothing Y'all want to know more about Maybe they want us to teach them uh, that kind of makes for a boring class You think so? Yeah it does uh-huh. um, <laughs> Well anyway But speaking of SoundCloud Uh my uh, partner in crime here just dropped a new record. Hey. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. Literally, that is Literally, the name the, of yeah. the record. So, it's, a, it's a redux. Redux is just like a redo, right? Okay, and that's opposed uh, to a remix? It's not a remix. So, okay. like, a remix is like taking something that already exists and, uh-huh. like, adding something to it. Yeah. But still keeping the thing that already exists. Mm-hmm. A redux is taking something old yes. and then making it new again. Mm-hmm. So... Let's say Beyonce just came out with that record, right? That was a redux. Okay. Old song, remixed the sample, came out, same lyrics, just did her damn thing on it. But there's like a whole other sample on top of that from, uh, from Cameo. Still a redux. Okay. Okay. That's fair. All right. Well, you're the music producer, so you know. Hey, you know man, better than me. That's language, man. <laughs> I had to look it up. Because okay. I was looking, I'm like, I could say remix, but if I say remix... I'd be lying mm-hmm. and then they might try and get me yeah so I'm like how could I T-Pain don't come after don't, don't come after the brother unless you I know. love T-Pain man that dude inspired <laughs> me man love that dude come holler at the brother don't come after him come holler at me <laughs> I take it down but on one condition is that we can at least do a song we ain't gotta put it out but at least let me do the song and then, you know we can put it out and if it don't do well then you could take it down well, nonetheless, y'all, tune in to SoundCloud, Robert J's Can't Believe It Redux. Subscribe yes, to his music page. Um, repost it, tag the hell out of uh, T-Pain. I think he'd appreciate it. I think he would appreciate it. I think it. he would, too, actually. Yeah, man, I definitely think he would. And speaking of just more music, so this was, this past weekend was the 25th annual Essence Festival. Yes. Um, in New Orleans. Um, for anybody who has not attended, um, this is my first time doing anything related to Essence. Um, I worked um, a pop-up with uh, my good man, uh, Sean Forbes, who's a friend of the show, um, for his Regarding Fresh pop-up at the uh, Essence Fashion House, which was the first year for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. That was cool. They first year doing that. I'd like to see how they're going to you know, do that going forward, um, see how that turns out. But it was a lot of dope people that came through. There a lot of good panels. Um, Dapper Dan did a panel there with Bevy Smith. Um, I... Stole all the uh, time for the question and answer session. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it, man, because I was just like I was concerned that the audience wouldn't ask the right questions, man. I'm just like I want y'all to ask the right answer, ask the right questions, you know. And so I had to do that. Um, and on top of that, um, I finally was able to make connection with somebody who we have in the building today, uh, hey. Mr. Jelani over here. Hey, at shoe preserve on Instagram. Hey, shoe designer extraordinaire. Yeah, I'm Jelani Hankins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I design shoes. 
Well, look, his shoes are definitely like they they're definitely way more outspoken than he is. But um got the MVP, maximum viable product, correct? Yes, yeah, so this shoe I designed uh in September of last year. Um it's a black history design, it's an all black sneaker. So basically I did some research and back in the day in eighteen hundreds and eighteen fifties, there was a black name man black man named Jan Matzliger. And he was born on a plantation in Dutch Guiana, which is in South America. Which is now Suriname. Yeah, Suriname now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, his dad was like a machinist and owned a plantation. It was a white man. And his mom was like a slave on the plantation. So he moved to America to first Philadelphia, and then he settled in Lynn, Massachusetts. And he taught himself English or learned English. And then he started working in a footwear factory. So back in the day, they had machines that could stitch footwear, but they didn't have the machine that could completely finish the shoe, which is a process called lasting, which is like taking the upper of a shoe and wrapping it around the shape of your foot, which is the last. So he invented that machine. And yeah, black men. And he got like two white uh, investors and they got patents for it in, 19, well, in 1891. And then... Yeah, so they set up schools to teach people how to use this machine. So before this machine, people were making like 50 pairs of shoes a day in the factory. And after the machine, the factories could produce like 700 pairs of shoes a day. Oh, wow. So it reduced like the price of shoes and made it affordable for people all around the world. And it got people more jobs in the industry. So And that was all done by a black man. And the only like recognition he ever got was like, in 1991, the U.S. Postal Service made a stamp for him. So I designed a shoe for him. Uh, it's an all-black sneaker. It has, like, a calfskin upper, some ballistic nylon canvas, and uh, the interior is lambskin. And it features, like, these resin bubbles where it's 3M reflective, and when you shine the 3M on it, you can see the man's name, Matt Slieger, and the patent number on it. So it's like a black history shoe made by a black man, produced by a black man. Yeah. <laughs> for the culture. Yeah, man, for the culture. And they Now, they can't see it right here, yeah. like, because they listening. Facts. But you just want to touch the shoe. Like, we walked across the street the other day, and I, not the other day, like, just now, yeah. and I'm looking at the shoe. I'm like, man, like, nah, what size are those? I asked you, like, what size? <laughs> <laughs> they really cold, y'all. So I want to know. If I want a pair, where I get them? Um, so I'm putting up a website. Well, my Instagram right now is Shoe Preserve. I'm putting up a website at the end of the month to sell them, and then they'll be available at Refresh in the French Quarter. Dope, dope, dope. So I can go touch them there. Facts. You can go touch them there. So y'all make sure y'all follow at Shoe Preserve on Instagram to keep up with the official release. Um, I have been lucky enough to be blessed with a pair ahead of time. Um, if y'all follow my actual personal Instagram, oh. you might have you might have seen my uh, my um, IG stories um, where I definitely show love um, and just on the backstory of these shoes as well as you know I wore them out last night because I you know people got to see them. So you're gonna be seeing me in more in these more often. Um, you're gonna get a lot more from Jelani because he comes from a long line of shoemakers, like generations long um, shoemakers. Um, it was your your great grandfather so my grandfather 
had a shop on Magazine Street where he repaired shoes. Okay. It's uh, Edward Shoe Service. It's like right next to Baru. And then uh, we learned through Ancestry.com. My mom, she did the Ancestry.com using my grandma's DNA. But going back like three or four generations, whatever was the first black people in my family to get off the boat, mm. they got off the boat in Napoleonville, Louisiana. And so... We, we have census records, and we're trying to piece together this story, but my great-great-great-grandfather, he was a white man from Germany named Martin Heim, mm-hmm. and he married a black woman, and we suspect that either the black, the son, he was a shoemaker, so he we suspect that he taught his black son to make shoes. Mm-hmm. And after he died, the white man died, the white brother took care of the money and the expenses mm-hmm. and then the black son kept going with the business yeah so yeah dope. that was in like Napoleonville Louisiana and like uh, family ended up here in New Orleans yeah and it just kept just kept the business going Facts. and now here's passed into your DNA um, into you and here you are making shoes yeah so yeah on we're gonna be looking to open up the shop on magazine Street for October okay. for uh, art for art sake okay all right, so again, follow Jelani at Shoe Preserve on Instagram and stay stay in t- um, on top of all of that. You know, yes. I'm really glad we got you on here, man, to talk about that. Cause, yes, you I know, because I've been that. I've been corresponding with you on Instagram for a while, and so to meet you and actually get the backstory and actually see it, like I got to see the shop, you know, and in the, in the early stages and everything, and get that backstory from you and your uncle and whatnot. And I'm like, like this is a story that um, not only the people of New Orleans need to hear, but just a, a great um, African American pathway black history story that needs to be told you know what I mean so there's that um, so yeah stay tuned for the MP- MVP Maximum Viable Product Sneaker um, and also College of Keys number one um, the shoe that myself and my good man Charles Keys created still available collinskeys.shop y'all get that now order it all of that um, okay how are we going to do this? Let's just jump right into the show. Might as well. Yeah, just jump right to the show. We got another announcement for y'all, but we're going to say that to the end. All yes. right. So today's guests are both New Orleans documentarians who have visuals equaling, I say, what, a combined total of maybe like 35, 40 years? Sound about right. Between the two of y'all? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah, All right. Sure. It's going to highlight in the black culture the Big Easy. Uh, one of them started a couple decades before Hurricane Katrina. Taking Polaroid, Polaroid photos of club goers and rappers in front of custom airbrush backdrops of popular neighborhood venues around town, second lines, concerts throughout the state, um, in the city. Most of what you can find in his book that is out now called Pop That Thing. Uh, the other, he got started upon returning to New Orleans after the hurricane, also with the focus on youth culture, but as a filmmaker, featuring the stories of young people greatly affected by Katrina through his film, Katrina Babies. Um, the individual accomplishments include New Orleans and Cannes Film Festival Awards, corporate sponsorships from companies such as Essence and Reebok, and having people like Spike Lee and Cootie and Chike as of creative control as mentors. Uh, Robert and I met these brothers at the We The Culture like, yeah, I can't say it like the New Orleans, <laughs> so I'm just, you know, say it as, as I say it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, exhibit hosted by the New Orleans-based creative agency House of the Young, also owned by one of our guests uh, at Action Gallery, located, what's that, Lower Garden District? Uh, for right, that's what, for up, right. uptown. Uptown. Okay, yeah, uptown, uptown. uptown. Watch uh, that. And so we knew we had to get <laughs> <laughs> We knew we had to get them on the, the show. Violation. 
don't, I, I try to do it violate. You know, I don't, don't def, definitely don't want disrespect. But I'm gonna give you no ticket. <laughs> I ain't got no money for no ticket. But um, we do have to get them on the show because their work represents the past, present, and future of Black New Orleans. And to quote a shirt, many of you have probably seen everything you love about New Orleans is because of Black people. So family, yes. please welcome to the show Polo Silk and E Buckles to the All Factors. <laughs> I know I know both of y'all are very busy. Um I know y'all had a lot going on this weekend. Yes. <laughs> had a yes. whole lot going on this weekend. For but sure. nonetheless, you know, it was post uh post Essence Festival weekend and now moving into just finishing out the year. It's like less than six months left in the year. And that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Less than six months left in the year. So, you know. Well first thing I wanna know is how did y'all meet? Um Well shit. Well well first of all I wanna say dog. That's some dope shit, though. Like, I've been hearing about you for, like, is this cool? Is, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been hearing about you for a while. <laughs> I just did, like, I just never knew who you were. Um, somebody was like, yo, they got this dope dude in the city that makes shoes. Yeah. I forgot who was telling me this. Uh, I forgot who it was. So, it's a pleasure to meet you. You cool a lot, huh? Yeah. So, I had seen him uh, the day I was leaving my apartment. I had seen him just crossing the street. I had walked past him. I didn't really know him, but then I was like, "What am I? I'm tripping." I turned yeah. around and hollered at him. Oh yeah, I got him a pair of my shoes. He took off his Balenciagas on on Bourbon Street and put on my shoes. Word. Yeah, like, that's my guy, man, yeah. for sure. Yeah, man. So like, it's a pleasure to meet you, though. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, man. Um, Polo and I met. Uh, let's see. I I don't think I don't even think that you all know the story. Uh, my homie Red, I think, hit me up. Uh, Ray with the locks. All right. And like Ray hit me up and was like, "Bro, I got this dude that you gotta meet. He's a legend when it comes to like you know, documenting New Orleans. Like, and also he all uh, like you know is still like you know working on these projects mm-hmm. uh, in New Orleans. And I think that he was at one of your events. Okay. So, I think I started following you. Yeah. I believe so. Like, I think I think that's the f- uh, first story. Uh, either it was chasing cash. Yeah. One one of those, I don't know. But uh we are definitely met because of, you know, mutual friends that uh felt that, you know, our brain power should try to, you know, coexist and try to do something. Okay. That's yeah. the way I feel about it. Yeah, exactly. It was okay. meant to be. Right. I mean it makes sense. Yeah, it definitely uh, makes uh, sense. Man, it makes sense on so many more levels than just like even art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just drinking booze foam together. Nah. <laughs> I still didn't ever try that shit. I was about to say, drinking the booze man, foam. I still didn't ever try that shit. I still didn't ever get to that one. Man. <laughs> what, what flavor? What flavor? Hey, we had, I had that strawberry here. Okay. Okay. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> we was on a panel. Yeah, I know that's, that's, that might be before a lot of y'all time that's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I never even heard of it. We was on a panel and the boy was trying to pour something for me. I was like, man, I am not about to drink this, this shit with a whole audience in front of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Well, for you, uh, Polo, um, you know, you've been dubbed the, the, the ghetto Olin Mills and the Gordon Parks of the streets. Facts. You know, um, what do you think about just having being given those those titles through the work that you've done over the years? It's crazy. It's amazing. I never looked at my work like that, but it makes me more, makes me more in tune to more put it out there and preserve it better. Yeah. I never took it for granted or anything like that. And people had been telling me some things like I 
two mentors of mine, Gerard Mouton and Eric Waters, they first told me and made me understand the value of what I was doing and stuff like that and the importance of it. So, mm -hmm. but ghetto older mills is kind of like I got I've shot where older mills wouldn't shoot. So yeah. A lot of people always tell me, man, your work is so good, you have, should have a studio or something like that. I mean, I, I always say, if God wanted me to have a photography studio, he would give me a studio, but my studio's in the hood. I pop them backdrops up anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, and people are gonna come to me, and a lot of the shots I got, a lot of people don't never go to J.C. Penney's or Older Mills or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. One of my things, I'm big on family, so a lot of people I meet is in the club and stuff like that, but in the different block parties or things like that. Yeah. If I see people, they don't patronize me in the club. If I see them with their kids, most of the time I give them the pictures for free. Mm -hmm. You know, because family means a lot for me. And for us black men, yeah. that's especially important because yes. we've always been labeled as not parents and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But see, to take a brother's picture with his kid, girl or boy, whatever, or two or three of them is important. Most of the time, if the relationship with the mother's not good, they don't have that. So I, yeah. I felt that that's my job to give them that, you know. Yeah, just take the step, just stepping outside the box with it, and just being able to take advantage of things like right there in the moment. Yeah, you know, that's that's important. That's important. And I know we've talked about this before, just you know, a couple times that we've had conversations prior to this, but I want. Just knowing with, like, say, how camera phones have changed the game for you um, and many other um, photographers who started out in clubs and things like that. Um, talk about just the importance of being able to pivot when mm -hmm. the market forces you to do so. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, they like, would have, they might have just said, like, you know what? I ain't got nothing left. I'm done. You know, I can't keep up. I don't know what else to do. But you've been able to sustain yourself beyond even just that change, knowing that, like, you know, yeah, you can't really go to multiple clubs every night anymore to get to, get to um to get the photos in the, in the same way that you were doing back. I mean, in the most day. of my customers was women and stuff like that. It changed a lot because mm -hmm. people want it now. Yeah. Like the area of the city I worked in, people mm -hmm. really didn't have money. Mm -hmm. Probably been spent all their money on just to get an outfit to come out. Yeah. I mean, spend money, money. Yeah. Money. I mean, rent money. Mm -hmm. Light bill money. Yeah. And getting home and got broke, but they got a new outfit. Yeah. So if it's mostly women and all that, and that's why I mean, most of my work was in hole in the wall clubs. But I found like any kind of any kind of way. The first thing I did when I checked out a club, if I can get close to that women's bathroom, I know I was gonna make money because I know they were going in there, fixed their nails, yeah, there, whatever. That freshen up a little bit. Take a picture. Yeah, it right. changed a lot for me, and I kind of got to me for a minute, but I didn't let it take me down because I thought it, it really slowed down a lot. But what I did this year, myself, that are trying to come up with a new backdrop for Super Sunday this year, that's one of the biggest events I did in the city. Okay. I bought up my old retro backdrops, and it was but. Not, I had a line again, yeah. you know, because, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people from a younger era mm -hmm. that know of the music and the artists, but it seemed like they appreciated more. Because they didn't get to experience it, but they heard mm -hmm. the stories, they seen <coughs> their, their, you know, their parents, aunts, uncles, their pictures, yeah. and they're like, damn, you know, that, right. I wish I could experience that, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So just you popping up like that at like a Super Sunday definitely is key for that. So you never once thought of putting the camera down, even no, after. No, I put my down, but I sleep with Kelsey. <laughs> Chelsea, that's your Polaroid. I, I put a woman out for my camera because my camera gonna make me some money. <laughs> they know it too. I hate to say it, but it's the, it's the facts. You ain't gonna never say no. Right. right. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Shit, I feel that. You <laughs> <laughs> used to be outside the woman's bathroom with the Polaroid, and you just hand them the Polaroid, and you just take some money? Like, most of the time, I think about that backdrop set up. If okay. it's a club or event, concert, or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's an area I scope and set up. I can get close to a bathroom, that women's bathroom, mm-hmm. and set my backdrop. I know the women going, get dolled up for everybody, and I know they dressed up, they want to take a picture. So me being right there when they come out the bathroom, I try to, and most of the time, I made sure I always at the club or event way early, because if they're in a club, I got to get there early because I'm trying to get the money before they spend the money at the bar. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You know, being in the area, I did my work in, everybody really don't have it. I have a third amount of money. What were some of them neighborhoods that you that you were frequenting? All of them. All of them? Just All somebody had to do is tell me. Good thing about it too, I've been I always built up a good work, working relationship with all the people I took pictures with. Mm-hmm. And some of them, a lot of them, consider me family, family. Okay. Um, so if I'm in one spot, people like my work, but people would tell me I would I'll ask questions that people tell me. But you know, we do a lot of block. We was doing it's been changed a lot now, but it was always different block parties and different that different parts of the city but if people see my backdrop well you know I'm having a party for my dad or I'm having a daughter for my party for my daughter birthday party could you come set up mm-hmm. oh, and one of my things was like the DJs in the city Jubilee PB IK Slick Bruce and all that my thing was close to the weekend I called them and see what they got going on mm-hmm. I moved nine times or ten times they was doing some kind of block party or birthday party so figure out which one they going to and I try to make it around there. I have my stuff in the trunk. Yeah. And it start popping, I pop my stuff out and get to work. Yeah, stay ready. Stay ready. Absolutely. Do weddings? weddings oh, yeah. Set? Okay. Nah, and you know what? I never push weddings because a lot of times when I was booking weddings, I'd be in the at a wedding and I found out there was a big black party or splash somewhere. I know I'm going <laughs> to do a splash and with the same amount of money I'm going to make at a wedding uh-huh. or more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no headache because, you know, weddings got to be exact and perfect. Yeah, you know, that's I true. can turn down a wedding and I can go to that block party and make the same amount of money, yeah. too. And they don't have the headaches for people because, you know, our people is, they really, one thing about our people, they don't like to really pay us. Mm-hmm. You know, they want this, that, that, but they don't want to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, very particular with our, you know, yeah. putting that, putting that, in, making that investment. Okay, all right. So, word of mouth, that's a large part of how your business actually grew. Yeah. Like how your name and everything you represent. Part of it, and you know, I started off as a rapper first. Oh, who would it be? Polo Did they call you Polo? Polo Me too. Polo the lady's Sue. choice, the man <laughs> with the looks and the golden voice, the chocolate treat to knock you off your feet, come see me and find the beef. Hey, <laughs> hey. The first part of rapping was kind of, before they were branding and all these, I thought, just thought, thought, thought of this. Rapping was braggadocious and everybody bragging on itself, uh, and it yeah. was branding, and I didn't know that. And before as me, I come from the rap thing, was just branding myself and branding my stuff on my photographers. I called myself Polo Silk, so when I'm going to work, my my work uniform was everything polo down, yeah. all socks, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And that subliminal message stuck with people. Yeah, yeah, polo, because I have people still to this day and been knowing me for the longest. I tell man, I'm going to catch you slipping one day. <laughs> Never. I tell some of the younger generation, I say, well, how long, you? how old are you? Well, I'm 21, how many days that is on you? You got Every the, day you got of your polo? life, I've been polo down. <laughs> you got the polo bucket down. on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Got the polo bucket on right now. All right, yeah, that 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 um that self promotion, definitely key. You know, um, this is something for both of y'all. You know, both since both of y'all focus on the um the areas and the groups of people that y'all do. So, 
visual creatives coming from hoods across the world, you know, having the ability to make what is often viewed as like ugly by the mainstream, which is like less than perfect. You know what I mean? Like y'all have the ability to make that look bright and beautiful and show the better side that only people who can who engage with folks from these neighborhoods do. You know what I mean? Like what's what do you do you think that's like the key, the only way that say that can be done? Like y'all have firsthand experience, you know, y'all come from these neighborhoods, you know, you're not afraid of your people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I find like you and I were talking before we started, you know, how they had the second line down um, by the Superdome, you know, Mona Scott, some other people did it. Yeah. And you was like, if they really wanted to em- em- show that experience, they should have did it up in the Sixth Ward. You know what I mean? And really show like what that second line experience was like. And again, like I experienced that. I went to that same second line earlier this year and I was like, I, I've never seen anything like it. You know what I mean? And for compared to like the second lines I've seen, like downtown, like in Bourbon Street or whatever, it's like, eh, it's not the same, not the same at all. <coughs> Water, no, you know what I mean? So I just wonder, is it, do you, do you ultimately just have to like be willing to, let alone just even come from these same environments in order to be able to capture that beauty right, that, right. That, that y'all see? Uh, I mean, I would, you want to go? Yeah, I, uh, I think that in order to like you know answer that question, I, I'll I'll start it off with something that like you know like my mom would like tell me like every time I leave, well every time that I would leave the house as a kid, like and like I'm pretty sure that all of us probably experienced it, but it's like you know my mom is always like be safe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know if I tell her that I'm going to like a certain neighborhood, she's like be safe, mm-hmm. and like if I tell her that I'm going to like a certain club or, 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 or like I'm gonna be you know with a certain group of people is like be safe, be smart, yeah. or or like be smart. Um, and as I got older, it would start to frustrate me. It would start to aggravate me because, because like, I would be like, Mom, like, you know, I've never been in trouble, like, trouble before. I've never been in jail. You know what I'm saying? I've never, like, you know, even, even, even been close to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I grew up with, like, you know, with these same, pe- same people that, like, you're telling me to, like, you know, be, be safe be around. Be safe around. Protect yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. But then... As I got older and I started becoming more conscious of the situation, something that my mom does and something that my grandma does and my auntie does and like shit, even my dad does every evening is watch that news. Yep. Where the news is making our parents Mm -hmm. and our, well, I mean, the the news is making our people afraid of us. Yes. And the news is making our people afraid of our neighborhoods Mm -hmm. uh, ever since the first piece of, well, ever since the uh, first film ever came out, you know, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, yeah. You know, that made us afraid of our people. And, you know, shows like that, shows like Cops. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Shows like, you know, I mean, platforms like CNN, platforms like, you know, like Fox and shit like that, they've made us, like, afraid of my people. Well, well, they've made us afraid of our people. So I just felt, you know, a huge responsibility to go into those, those spaces and, like, not just show people the surface and like not just show people you know what's happening on the negative side of the light but like what's happening on the other side because you know at you know at the same time somebody just got killed in the hood somebody just started a business in the hood somebody somebody just created a fucking shoe in the hood Mm -hmm. somebody just graduated in the hood right so I just feel like that's our job yeah because their news stations ain't ain't pulling up for you, right? Their news stations not pulling up for us. We did a whole, we did a, 
we, we did a whole exhibit for two whole weeks. Not not one news crew came out. You know what I'm saying? Offbeat came out. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, showed some love. And, like, you know, Very Local Nola came out. Yeah. You know, Neutral Grounds came out. Mm-hmm. But not one news crew came out. I guarantee you, the, the opening night, if, like, somebody would have got murdered, the news... They've been there. The news would have been, like, all over that shit. Yeah. So, you know, I know for me personally, when I'm creating, I'm thinking about all those things. You know, I'm thinking about literally trying to uh, change the way that our people are represented when it comes to content. Mm-hmm. And now that content is king, and now that black content creators um, are, like, the ones... Who, who are like like you know getting that light yeah. and like now that black content creators are quote unquote in style mm-hmm. now it's time to like show them not only black content but like black raw content the yes. content in the hood the content from the places that they're afraid of okay yeah but man it was you know I used to be at one time I used to do clubs four or five in the morning and just like you said that's a bloomer thing with the news my grandmother used to be up every morning for like that five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning news that's that's, that's old people's favorite show. On. It is. <laughs> Channel four. Yeah. At five in the morning, and soon after, young and the wrestlers go off. Yeah. Don't touch mm-hmm. the television. Mm-hmm. Who got killed but, last you know, night? There's always be shootings, and that's the first thing they were showing. My grandmother, I don't know why she couldn't never remember my cell number, my beeper number, but soon she see, <laughs> she soon she see something about a shooting or something like that. She calling my sister and them, waking them up to call and check on me, because they said they had a shooting at this club or that club. She knew I was out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. You ain't got to keep worrying about me. I'm good. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, I take a lot, you know, I go, I've been to all the different spots in the city and I got friends all over the city. I mean, I've opened a lot of eyes to some of my friends in the culture because they'll be saying, you know, I'm from uptown, but I do stuff downtown. I've been in the Florida project, this project, even the uptown project, KJ Melk and um, St. Thomas and all that. And the 17th, it was time when the third wall was beefing with the 17th. Or St. Thomas was beefing with a Calio, and quote unquote, since you from here, you're not supposed to go there. But mm. with my camera, I would be able to go there and bring people with me. See, but if you carry yourself the right way, you ain't bothering nobody. My camera like gave me a free pass. Yeah, exactly. But yes. you can't just be scared just because quote unquote what people subliminally telling you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 then uh, you know, as 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 content creators, you know, I mean, as creators, period. You know, it, it's something that it does to the subconscious because, you know, like, I can't even front, man. Like, you know, Up Rocks, like, you know, Dale came down here and, like, did a story on me. And Yeah, I watched that video. Yeah, and, and like, you know, we, we, we walked through the second line, like, you know, in the sixth ward. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how many people from, like, like, all of, all, like, like all of these different walks of life, like, you know, to the OGs, like, you know, like, like, to the Gs, to the, like, you know, you know, like, professionals, like, you know, to the hood, like, like, how much they fucked with me, mm-hmm. until, until I did that piece, and literally, it's because, like, you know, f- for us to take pictures, like, of our people, and, like, you know, do videos of our people, they appreciate that shit, because it's like, like, you know, we, like, spend mad money on, like, you know, our, our gear, yeah. We like risk our whole lives like you know and like you know risk doing like a day job and like you know risk doing you know like regular shit to like you know make a real like a a what like you know what like a real living mm-hmm. to uh, take pictures of you yeah. and like to make content of you. So like I think that deep down people appreciate that man you know like even if they don't realize like why they appreciate it but I think that every time like you know I mean I always say if I film you 
you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that means you legendary. Right. And, like, I'm not saying that I'm making you legendary. I'm saying that when I film you, I see something bigger than you may even see, like, in yourself. And then I'm going to make that shit look bigger. Yeah. You know, like, that's why most of my shots are, like, at... I'm not gonna give too much shit away, but like that's why most of my shots are, are like really, really slowed down, mm -hmm. so like so that people can like you know see themselves, see Emphasize. like see themselves. You, yeah, that's you, what I always say because people all day, I would get the question about man, name all the stars and stuff you done took pictures of, but the real stars and to me is like my uncle Spider, Mr. Mm -hmm. Crip, the people second line, or older people just sitting on their porch, just. Neighborhood mm -hmm. stars. BG got a song and he got a verse on that says second line Sunday uptown's a day about stunting. I know people, the parade would start at 1 o'clock, 12, 1 o'clock, but my parents wouldn't be calling me, bro. Look, bro, I'm at the mall, get my gear with a second line at, because they're going to hurry up, probably change mm -hmm. in the car, just switch out the clothes they got on in, in the changing room and show them straight to the second line. Yeah, right, right. But to me, those are the real stars. You know, people say, well, man, but you know Baby and Lil Wayne and all them, but I also know Buck and Jill and Wap and all them. They stars, too, you know? Yeah. Right. You got to celebrate your own, regardless of how, where they are on that status. Yeah. That status right. level, you know what I mean? And yeah, that's the ultimately that's the brilliance of the creative. I think just mm -hmm. being able having a foresight that a lot of people who wouldn't consider themselves creative or might not be that or that creative don't have. Like right. you can see, this is going to matter to you later on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. This is going to wait sure. like years from now. You're like, damn, you know, they put all that together and remember, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? Especially when other entities from outside come in and are able to say, okay, well, this person documented this culture in this way, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I was a, I was a part of that. And then, I mean, you know, um, I think that we all got our biggest, like, you know, wake-up call, you know, in August of what, 2000 what? 2005. 2005, mm -hmm. you know? I got so many friends, so many family members that don't have fucking baby pictures. They That's wild. Yeah. I got, they left. They lost it. Man, I had a student that told me that she does not know what she looked like as a baby. And that's crazy. That's that's yeah, crazy. I can't, I can't even imagine not having... Wow. Okay. Because, like, you know, in the black household, yeah. like, you know, like, those photo books yeah. are important. Yes. Like, like you know, going through... Books, so your grandmother got everything on the wall yep. and yeah. all that stuff for the first grade pictures, the right. card pictures yeah. and stuff Even, like even in certain neighborhood bars, like behind yeah. the bar, you see they got the whole family, family back family. there. Yeah. People that came through the spot for years and years and years. Like, that's those keepsakes. And man. people lost that. Yeah. And, like, you know, people lost all that shit, man. You know, like, and, like, you know, I mean... I know even right now, sometimes during, you know, Throwback Thursday, you know, I'll post a picture, you know, up of me, like, you know, when I was a baby, or, or like, or like you know, at that first grade graduation, mm -hmm. or like, you know, at, at, at my first Christmas, or like, you know, of a picture of, of like, you know, one of my loved ones that's not here anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that that was the big, biggest wake-up call, you know, and like, again, people probably weren't thinking about this, about how important content is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know... Man, I like to say that, like, you know, content creators right now, man, we the new rappers. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so now that's why this whole campaign or, 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 no, I'm sorry, this whole new idea that, like, you know, we're trying to push, you know, is, is, is like understanding how to work with content creators, understanding, like, you know, our power, understanding, you know, like how we work. Because, like, you know, for the longest time, I don't, I don't think that content creators were, like, really appreciated. Like, like, you know, people, like, people call me, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
call me like, like you know up for gigs and like it's like well well shit like you know um like you know like all you're doing is just like playing with a camera like nah, you know like nah, nah, not nah, don't, don't play with me. it's like nah <laughs> yeah, like I'm not yeah. doing that yeah, you know what I'm saying or like you know if a family member like you know asked me so like you know um you know um are you still taking pictures and I'm like what and I'm like well first of all I'm doing film right. and yes I am like this ain't no hobby it's like when yeah. people, it's like people say oh you still get doing that little thing yeah that exactly little, so it's like ain't nothing little about it exactly it kicks me out sometimes one day I was in a mall with my mom who was in Lakeside and the guy on the mic and I was doing detour then on a bigger club I was in that club for like six seven years but he used to roll Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, man, the DJ show always good. We got the pitcher man and red pool on the pitcher man. Go to the pitcher man. So we're in the mall one day. Me and mom went to her shopping and stuff, and some girls hollered, "Pitcher man in the rib, pitcher man." Ah. Hey, my mom was like, "What they talking about?" And that's dope <laughs> that's though. Right. Said, yeah. And that's dope though. And like you know, like I keep on saying this, but I'm telling you, man, like content creators, we the new rappers. Yeah. Like and like I'm saying that because. I want to push that whole idea out, man, that, man, you got to treat us like rappers, pay us like rappers, like all, like, you oh, know, gonna pay. you know, all that shit, because it's like, without content, your favorite artist ain't shit. At all. Without content, your favorite brand ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's why I'm so glad that this whole new influx of content and content creators are being pushed on every level. I mean, you know, me and my team just work with 10 large brands, like, you know, this weekend for Essence and like I'm not saying that to brag I'm saying that because we're the same people that's out in the hood yeah. just taking pictures and, and like doing videos y'all haven't separated yourselves from the people just because y'all have reached a, a certain level of notoriety now. exactly yeah. and and then also we're not changing our aesthetic mm-hmm. we're using the same aesthetic that we're shooting in the hood yeah. on it these works. corporate brands right that's what they want. That's exactly what they and want. And I tell people, people say, I had a couple of weeks ago, we that, about a month ago or something, we was at the hideaway one night. Somebody was asking about taking a picture. But the hideaway gets so packed on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm parked like in one of the, under the bridge thing, like yeah. a block away or something. You ain't got your comedy, you ain't taking a picture? Here come one of them ones. Uh, certain, subliminally, some people I know they jealous because of some of the blessings I'm getting. Oh, since he got the shoot deal, he like, he ain't got to take pictures no more. Been taking pictures all day at the second line. Right. Hit a couple spots at the second line, after the second line, before I got to the highway. We would really don't start popping till like 12, 1 o'clock. In a normal <laughs> world, the rest of the world in, New, uh, in the United States, most people gone, went there, went here, and went home. We still trying to get to that club and to another right. club. Thanks. Thanks. And, and y'all still working like I y'all mean, just starting out. Yeah. If I'm, what? If I'm not, if I'm so called, he too good because he got a shoe deal, I wouldn't be up in here. <laughs> you know, I still do the same thing you know I've been doing do? I don't know nothing else When they come to you Talking about all of that You just take a picture and I'm going to show you How green you look Exactly <laughs> but, but. Some people just don't know I'm happy for my blessings I mean yeah, a lot of people I know why I him and I mean that's like that's that's that. they, that's their problem. That's the way out. Yeah, that's the, our that, mindset set up. That, that says more about them. That says right. nothing about you. Wait till mm-hmm. I hit the And the other thing is this though. And and the other thing is this though, man. Like you know, um, when when. When you see a rapper and like when a rapper shows up to a venue, you don't say, "Man, like where you mic at? Come rap something." You feel me? When a comedian shows up, you don't say, "Hey, hey, tell me a joke." Right. Oh, they they hit on with those. Right. No, You're they not do. Supposed to. Like, but it's but like, like we gotta change that whole idea of because like people treat treat us like that because they think that this is just some a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, they, like nah, this nah, a I, job. I, I, I do say I kind of set myself up for that like that too because right. I'm known for always having my camera with me. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, after doing this since like 87, I finally get to go out because of the camera phones. I get to come out and just enjoy. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Just chill and just sit at the bar talking to somebody, just shooting, not worrying about taking pictures. And know? that also gives you an opportunity to observe just what's happening in the culture around you now versus just like, okay, I got to make sure I get the mm -hmm. right shots on yeah. this, that, and the third, like always having to be on. And you need to be able to have that time to observe what's happening so you know how you're going to approach it when you are I mean, ready to get out there and do I your ran thing. so hard. I didn't slow down until I got my accident really in 2015. So I was in the hospital for like three, four months, about three and a half months. Mm -hmm. And I tell people they don't understand it. See, like, when people get ready to go out for a club, maybe they're at home watching, like, when all the Sopranos came on mm. and the Wire came on. I missed all that. Mm. I never got yeah. to watch that I when everybody used to come in the club right. talking Facts. about it. Yeah. I was at the club working. Right. So until I got my accident, that's when I finally got to see the Wire yeah. in 2015. So I Netflix just watched the whole thing. Damn. I like Saturday Night Live and stuff. I used to miss all that because I was out in the club. Well, you got us here accident because I remember yeah. reading like how, you know, you, the doctors were saying you may not walk again. Yeah. You know, how did that affect you just like thinking like, what if that is the case? What if I'm not able to walk again? How is that going to affect the like way, way I, I, do, I do business? Yeah. I, I see my friends. What I do, I don't know if I could be able to fathom it because I'm... You know, I got a couple, I got two friends this year just had their legs cut off mm -hmm. from diabetics and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And I know a couple of friends of mine in a wheelchair, like Berger from Play With Hot 8, he got in a car accident during Katrina and got his legs amputated. But for what I do in the way I like to move around for yeah. the second line from to this club to that club, it makes you dependent on it. I'm real independent. I'm very picky how I do because I hit, I got, I got, they might say, oh, he's just doing this, but I got timing where I know. What spots I won't be at, try to, which club popping, what time they're gonna pop, and I know this. I done studied this like a science. Actually, I stay up sometimes figuring this stuff out. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna go here, then I gotta go here by here. I'm gonna go by Lack, because he start popping by there, but I go by Gladys first, because the older people there, I hit there, then I go there, then I go by the band, and I'm shoot back up by Big Man, then I'm shoot by Taps. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I done did four, five clubs a night. Now, Sandpiper is the last night, 4 30 in the morning, 3 30, 4 o'clock. People still going there. They went to all other clubs, but they everybody going there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a run. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, imagine going to, you, you know, a spot like on your off days, like, where your camera at? Take me a picture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and like, it's not, it's not to, like, you know, throw salt at people because, like, people just don't understand. Right. And, like, the, and, like, that's why we go push that information out so that people start to understand, like, you they, know. They, they forget that y'all are still people, too. I yeah. Life they forget creatives. Creatives in general. Yeah. yeah. No matter what you do. Yeah, man. Like, you know, like, you know, creatives in general, like, you know, um, I just feel like people have to start like realizing that now, you know, now like our our work and like what we do is like the status quo. Like you know what I'm saying? It's it's no longer like only being like a doctor, only being like a lawyer, only doing whatever, blah blah blah. It's like what we do can like, you know, we can live off that shit now. And the crazy so, stuff about you know? me, people are calling me about my stuff. And like Gerard and Eric made me aware of my help. And I have to tell people, what you trying to get, and it's unbelievable, I never thought I'd have nothing like that. I'm the only person in the world with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know, hey, quote unquote, y'all white people made the rules. So 
when you have something nobody else have in the world, <laughs> pay it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Try. Yeah. You yeah. cannot get it nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And most and, of my and, people, and, everybody so, in my so, family, that's moved a good point. So, so my speak, mother, so, so, my mother, my aunts, and every the people that raised me had to work hard. They like most of them worked in kitchens and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'm just telling you, this is my first time in my life I probably ever worked five years for somebody in my life. Mm. People don't know how weird that is. People don't know how weird that yeah. feel to have to go. I mean, I know my mother worked at charity hospital. My mother started off know. working from in the kitchen and worked up to she was the spokesperson of charity hospital and blah blah blah. Well, people I mean, don't never know. miss days. What I'm what I'm saying is people don't know if you never done that before. They don't know what it feel like to come in doing it. Not like at like fifteen and you get a job and yeah. it's like your job like. 30. Yeah. And then you get a job, but you ain't never worked a job from 15 to 30 and you've been taking care of yourself. Yeah. With no job. Mm. Because you're doing something creative, whether that be taking pictures or doing music or creating clothes or creating any sort of content. Right. Like, they don't know what that feels like. And it's like... And how difficult that could be. Right. And yeah. it like, have to be just to stay put. I got to stay yeah. in this I got to be from 6 to 2.30 yeah. and do that, do as master said. Y'all dealing with, stru- yeah. you're right. dealing with structure now. And, and, yeah. Well, well, and, and like, you know, to that point, here's the other piece. And like, that's why I feel like content and content creators are like in like a very, very crucial like position right now. Mm. Because like right now, we have like the time to set up structures mm-hmm. for what we do. When hip hop started banging, they had people that quit their jobs and said, I'm about to create a structure off of me rapping. Yes. I'm, like, you know, I'm going to create merch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, you know, do my own tour. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create a record label. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So now it's time for content creators to, like, start thinking about what are some ways that we can build structures out to what we do and, and like and reverse engineering what already exists so what it already exists within film what already exists in photography mm-hmm. what already exists in, 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 in media like how they talk about how podcasting is upsetting and disrupting radio, Boom, radio. you know what I mean be so disruptive just, well, you know what I'm this saying re- this, re- this reverse engineering that needs to take place and that is taking place so even to that point with both of y'all fight the working, working working with, with different corporations and partnerships um, what should people keep in mind when they're being approached by these companies because mm. y'all know how valuable y'all product is and they clearly do that's why they come to y'all right. but what should they keep in mind so not to just take Anything. the first thing that's put on the table for them well well something you know something uh i think that the reason that i'm so um what's the word uh i think the reason that i'm so combative about uh you know doing free work mm. or the reason that you know like I fight that idea so so much is because coming up as a content creator you know I was sold so many dreams mm-hmm. you know it was like man you know like you know do this project for me and like I got and like you. I got you you yeah. go do this like you know shoot this video for me like you know I like, do the first one free and then like you know it's gonna be on this it's gonna be on that yeah. and you go blow up Whatever, blah blah blah. That's how they sell producers. Yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But now it's like, nah. Fuck that. That's why every time you see me, like you know, like I just want people to know, man. Like you know, I'm like I'm treating this shit like a a a full corporation. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's with individuals, and that that's with corporate corporate brands. Now, one thing that's good about the corporate brands is this: 
they don't come come at you always trying to sell your dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, because like they have you know X amount of dollars for campaigns that need content. Yeah. Um, and I think that one of the first things to answer your question, um, to like you know do when these corporate brands like you know hit you up is first of all just always think about you know like what the project is first and how it's going to impact you and your brand especially if you are a content creator that 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 kind of thrives off of like you know how you shoot who you are whatever blah 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 right some projects you just can't take no matter how much money it is Mm -hmm. right um so think about that how does it fit you you got an example of a project you ain't take Mm. Many I mean uh, You know I've been offered And like, I'm not gonna give All these names out But you know I've been offered projects To like you know sh- Shoot like music videos You know uh, I-, I remember like Matter of fact Law Right Law mm-hmm. Matter of fact I, w- I was at the Rock Nation office with Law And I was in New York And um, I had just been offered To like shoot this project In a strip club Mm-hmm. You know, with this, with this, with this artist, and then also like you know, uh, it was like a project that like you know had like all type of other stuff. Like you know, the the uh, lyrics were like you know just crazy. You know what I'm saying? But then I got a documentary called like you know Katrina Babies coming out. That's like you know shedding you know positive light and like you know uh, okay. doing whatever. And first, let me say that doesn't say anything about the. Uh, the, the type of content that, that like you know like I personally like but like when it comes to creating and like you know when it comes to putting that the that stuff out what Law was just and what I represent and like what I believe in Law made it very clear to me he was like bro how the hell you gonna be like you know pushing this message but then also pushing out a project like this yeah. and you know sometimes it's a fine line you know like sometimes maybe their brands have to compromise like I've been on projects where like you know like and, 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 like, that's why, like, you know, I definitely commend Polo because, like, Polo in the 80s and 90s, you know, niggas, like, pointing real loaded guns, like, you know, like, you know, at the camera and, like, you know, you are taking pictures, like, you know, like, that's some... But then also, that that was different because, like, I don't think that it was, like, no... Just no stunting stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a bigger story there, yeah. right? Now you got niggas that just want point guns at the camera, just, yeah. right. stunting, just reckless, stunting, being reckless, being and wild. then yeah. and then things are different now. You know, like we don't have no gatekeepers in the hood. We don't got no OGs in the hood no more. Right. Like you got young young dudes just running around, mm-hmm. pop pop shooting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like at this point in my life, I feel like. We not in the position to be shooting content of like you know niggas pointing guns and like you know exactly. So you know sometimes you know like with with different corporations and like you know record labels, you know I have to turn certain projects down. Like nah man, like you know I can't shoot that. That's not what I represent. Staying true to yourself. Exactly. And then the second piece always for me is like budget. You know we gonna do this one or two ways. I'm gonna ask you what's your budget, or you gonna ask me what's my budget. If you ask me what's my budget, don't be mad when I give you my real budget. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, you know, corporations love to see, like, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, see you know, like, what's the budget? See they can you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give some free game right now. It's like, most of the time, the young content creators, when it comes to corporations, the uh, budget that they tell you that they got is, is a few grand down from what they really have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so like, you know, if they say, hey, look, I got X amount of dollars for this project and we need this done, this done, and that done. 
push for more. What you say is, okay, you got X amount of dollars. Can I have XXX amount of dollars? And then the other piece is this. Um, if they ever say, we got some wiggle room, you, 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 you already know. They got more money in the pot. <laughs> I need all of that. Yeah, Milk yeah. them until the end because, like, you know, they have been paid to find you. Right. They have been paid to set up this campaign. You know, um, I just think that that's one of the, 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 the uh, you know, things that, like, I've learned over, like, these past couple of years. I mean, shit, these past couple of months is just, you know, learning how to work with these corporations. Because, like, when I first started working with corporations, I, I was so happy just to be working with, you know, certain yeah, brands. Included, like, I was like, yeah. damn, like, I'm working with this brand. But now it's like these, like it's like nah, man. Like this, how like I gotta eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like nice clothes. I like nice shit. Like you know, this how like I'm addressed. Like you know, I like buying my people shit. Like you know, I like saving. Like I'm trying to start my brand up, and like you know, build my own corporate company. Like you know, so it's like all of those things lay on the line. So you know, just like put you like put you and your team first in those corporate situations, man, because, like, that's what they're doing and, like, they have it. Mm-hmm. Now, individuals, I don't know. If a, if a rapper comes to you and be like, hey, bro, I got $500 for a project, they probably got $500 for a project. <laughs> <laughs> they probably got $300 for a project, really. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Waiting on the extra two. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and they waiting on the extra two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Word. Yo, Word. I want to say, too, um, the work that y'all doing, um, I don't know if y'all notice it, it just in the culture a lot of people are disconnected from a lot of negative energies and negative images period that exist for black people right right but what y'all are really doing is helping to reprogram positive images right mm. um y'all are documenting the way that it really really is the way that we really are and y'all allowing people who are disconnected from the news and all these other things that raise us as far as trauma goes y'all allowing them to to have um to have a, a real sense of what's really going on with themselves. I don't know if y'all really, really see that. I don't yeah. see it, and I kind of get it now. Like, every once, every, sometimes I wake up on uh, Monday or Tuesday, for a long time I've been saying, oh, I'm going to do a blast, a big blast on the director, just post all day. Like, for the last couple ones I've done, man, people come up in me or inbox me and tell me they're just so happy and just keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud of what you're doing, you know. One day I just pick up a mic and I'm doing kids this day. I'm doing downtown or just by the city and just throw all pictures up. Because Thursday I think I'm going to try to do a thousand and just see what it do. I mean, keep people people like when, if, when you can, you're connected with people's emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, cause there's, there's whole Instagram accounts dedicated to doing what you just do on a Thursday. You know what I mean? They're yeah. showing them throwback pictures, mm. backdrops, and everything, you know, from back in the day. And people and, like, because it, it takes it back to a time for them, <laughs> I guess, when they was popping or when they was this and or that. Like you know what I mean? Like said, everybody lost their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I do get hit by people who had done lost their stuff trying to get the stuff. Yeah. You know, then I get the inboxes, and when I run to people, well, why, when you going to put up my pictures? Why you ain't put up my pictures? Yeah. I thought I was point. This, that, that. <laughs> Man, if I could find everybody's pictures, go right to a just searching shirt, Joe, Bob, and Bill, and Sharika, and I could just go to that picture right then and there and find out all of all my archives, I'd be in good shape. I just want to let y'all know yeah. that Polo got on a, a, a shirt with a photograph superimposed on the shirt of a young juvenile. Mm. It's hard, hard. I ain't get that one either. I ain't, I ain't never saw that one. The shit is hard, y'all, for real. And, Black and white too. Yeah, I love this. And um, you know, to like you know, get back to like your your um, your uh, you know, uh, question and and comment. Uh, I don't think I realized that first. Like definitely, you know, like you know, 
um, when I started, like, you know, shooting, uh, I wasn't even, like, shooting with the idea of, like, wanting to be this vessel. You know what I'm saying? When I started shooting, I started shooting because I was one of those dudes that didn't have budgets to have cameramen, <laughs> cameramen, and, like, you know, come in and, and, like, you know, shoot shoot my own stuff. That's why I could always, like, you know, like, respect the rapper that, like, teaches himself or, like, teaches herself how to shoot because they know that they don't want to pay for videos. Yeah. But, you know... When I was younger and, like, you know, writing my own scripts and stuff like that, um, and, like, you know, writing uh, screenplays, like, once I got done on the other side of the screen uh, plays and, like, you know, the whole screenplay to workflow thing, like, like in the middle is you got to pay somebody to shoot this shit. And, and, like, I didn't think about that during that process. You went to Dillard, right? Yeah. Did you study theater there or? Uh, theater and film. Okay. But right. this was way before Dillard. Okay. Like, like as a kid, I'm, like, you know, at, like, 16, 17, when, like, you know, I was writing, like, I had this, like, cameraman come out, and, like, I just realized that he was acting real slow, yeah. real sluggish. And, like, while, while, like, we were shooting, he would say things like, okay, I got 30 more minutes on the battery. And I'm like, okay, nigga, get another battery. Right. But also, I wasn't giving him no money. And, like, you know, one thing that Wild Wayne told me, like, you know, and, and like, Wild Wayne said, said some stuff, like, you know, one time that, like, that like I'll never forget. He was like, you know, add some money on it, and it'll add some fire under, like, you know, like, like underneath people's ass. Yeah. But my whole idea was, you know what, I'm going to go get a camera, and, like, I'm going to just shoot it myself. So I went and got a camera, uh, you know, from, from my homie Chris, C.L. Rouge. And I borrowed it for, for him uh, for three days. Mm -hmm. But I kept it for six months. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, some shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, and, 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 and like, he'll call me about it, but I was like, hey, hey, bro, like, you know, I, I need this right now. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 like, he'll let me hold the camera, you know, like, for a long time. But when I shot my first video, I got this crazy response. And, like, I didn't understand it until, until years later. Like, you know, I just went around... Uh, Dillard's campus and, and like you know ask people what their definition of power was mm -hmm. and honestly I was doing it to like practice with the camera but also to like you know start conversations with people like you know it's it, it's something like you said Polo like you, you are shy I'm kind well I was kind of shy too and like I'm still kind of shy like you know when it comes comes to like walking up to people and like talking to them like you know starting conversations so when I have that camera I'm like hey yo you know you know what I'm saying like you know like what's your definition like What's your definition of power? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's different than, than, like, me just walking up. And, like, people, like, are happy to answer it because, like, they want to feel a part of something. So, like, yes. I never forget it, man. Like, I put that video out, and then we are snuck in a cafeteria on campus. And I walked in that bitch. It was, like, four or five different tables watching a video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know I shot it. Right. So like you know, I walk up like, hey man, like you know, like what y'all watch? They be like, oh, oh man, like, like this yours, whatever, blah blah blah. And then I was like, okay, people are happy about this. So so then it kind of became like a little machine, but still not conscious about what I was doing. I was like, I just love the uh, fucking like you know, I guess popularity mm -hmm. that that like I was getting. Mm -hmm. But then like you know, as I got older and like you know, I started like you know studying people and you know you know even now you know. When I started putting out these second line videos, you know, I realized, man, you know, that these videos are literally making people see themselves in a way that they've never saw themselves, in a way that they don't feel like nobody has ever saw them. Like, you know, some of these people have never been told, hey, yo, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Hey, yo, like, you right. know, you all look good. 
You know what I'm saying? And by shooting them and like having them bigger than life, you know what I'm saying? Because like I got like a certain format that like I use on platforms to make shit look bigger than life. Yeah. But it's like people are commenting and like you know tagging them and saying, "Yo, man, that's you." Like 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 this is fire. Mm-hmm. That's bringing like a certain light that they probably never thought that they'll get. You know, and like, don't even talk about doing interviews on people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I want to start something soon where, like, you know, just how like I'm going around shooting people and like adding music. I want to get people, you know, like saying who they are. E- 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 the, the person like there e- is gonna put that cherry on top. Exactly. Yeah. E- even if they're not famous, even mm-hmm. even if they don't like, you know, have brands. Even if they like, like I want to go and get the neighborhood superstar. Neighborhood yeah. superstar. You know, y'all really need to add historian on to what y'all doing. Mm. Y'all really need to think about that. We've been talking about it. We just got to, when he gets in, we get set down, and we just got to get a game plan. Right. And when, nah. I, when I get, I'm, I'm, I told people, I've been in guerrilla warfare mode since January. And when they come to me about this, they were just supposed to just honor me for the exhibit. And I asked them about, well, you know, how much room they got in there? Can I show some of my stuff? You already a story in the world, brother. <laughs> you know, because I come up watching all the stunners and shining. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of like starting to get to be my moment when I get to stunt and shine because I've been taking pictures of everybody who've been pulling out $10,000, the coochie, this dude, that, 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 yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, come see me. I'm not going to let me get, get my come shine Come see on. me, exactly, mm-hmm. man. Like, you know, all this work. And, 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 like, that's something else that's dope about, you know, Polo, man. Like, you know. You know, having like those neighborhood superstars, like you know, I mean, because you know, if you think about it, like especially back in the day, you know, the neighborhood superstars like didn't really get much recognition other than like the uh, people that were like you know in those neighborhoods. Right. You know, if they wasn't like afraid of them, right? right? But like what 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 Apollo is doing is he's like taking those pictures and like you know people are seeing them around, seeing them like in the clubs, whatever, and like making them feel like damn, like you know, all the shit I did this week did add up (laughs) it did like you know so like you know i believe that like something something very interesting that happens this year well well uh, happened this year um you know at the second line is that instead of me having having to go and find people to uh, take pictures of they can't like like found me if like if if like i posted that i was at the second line they was like hey yo like where you at like like snap me up who you have uh narrating in the in those promo videos too because it sounded like fiend Ah, <laughs> I was no. like, it might not be Fiend. Fiend ain't the only person with that voice, but it's, that's who I was like. Oh, I sound like Fiend. Nah, man. Um, in the first one, in the in the uh, in the black child don't. Uh, in the black child don't let them steal your dream. Mm-hmm. I, no, I'm sorry. In the black child don't let them steal your dance one. You know. When the little boy's in the pink, yeah, uh, that was Nesby Phipps. Ah, okay. That was Phipps uh, yeah. narrating that. You know, um, my mentor Chi K, mm. he was like, "Bro, you gotta start adding narrative to these, man. Like, you know, instead of just music, ha- have people like you know speaking. Yeah. And like, you know, I always had this idea, like, you know, I want to make like you know Nesby Phipps, um, like the voice of like you know Black New Orleans, like you know, uh, like dude is from Atlanta." Um, What's the dude that narrates everything from Atlanta? He was on Liberation. Uh, oh, yeah. His voice was I, in I, ATL. I, I, can't, I can't think of the name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah Your family man. always put, get him on, on everything. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, I, I want to have Phipps doing that. And, and the second one, I mean, it, it was obviously uh, uh, Le- uh, Downtown Leslie Brown. And then, like, in the third one, man, that wasn't even planned. I was at my friend's house. Um, I had just moved out of my uh, apartment, mm. and 
so I didn't have like you know anywhere to like you know work at so I went to my homie house and like you know pulled like an all nighter and like his partner was there mm-hmm. but like his partner had this great voice you know what I'm saying so like I was like shit like what if we add like a narration to this promo real quick bro and like you know and my partner Chris C.L. Rouge he's also a producer yeah right so we just like did it real quick wrote it out and that boy like you know recorded it and like it it, it was a homie named Lloyd you know what I'm saying and so like and that boy you know did it like that but like people been asking me like you know for a long time hey bro who is that and I'm like nah that's just my homie Lloyd <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I know I watched that on um, the interview you did with Tulane back in like 2015 I don't know if you remember that but, yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah I watched yeah. it and oh, one thing embarrassing. that you one, one, <laughs> well one thing that you said in that that, I, that really stood out because it's something that I'm always pushing is like, you know, go out, see the world. I never watched the interview, bro. Well, something that you <laughs> said was, you know, when you came back um, to New Orleans and like a lot of other young people that you encountered who had just came back to New Orleans, um, a lot of them were adamant about never leaving New Orleans. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and you being someone who has since traveled quite extensively, um, have you seen a shift in the mindset of these, some of these young people who, who have engaged with your work, you know, and seeing everything that you're doing and following you, you know, think like, well, you know what, maybe I do need to get out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not going to take the credit for that. Like, you know, like... like well, I'm going to say people you know personally. No. You said it, people you know get personally. Get out and travel? Like, yeah, get out. Yes. No, get out and travel. Nah, travel. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not move. Like, you know, or, 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 or like, you know, just travel. even like, you know, get, get, get out of your neighborhood, man. Like, yeah. as far as like, you know, the uh, mindset change of like young New Orleans... Man, like I think the energy that's in young New Orleans right now, like, like um um, if you don't mind me asking, um, how old are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two making shoes, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty two making shoes, like, and like not just like you know making like mock ups, right? They like, hard. They, they hard. hard. They yeah. You feel me? Like, so it's like that speaks levels. Yeah. Like you know, I got I got a homie, you know. That's an animator, and like he's like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Lolly, L- Lolly travels <laughs> for a living. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like she's, she's straight, an animator? huh? She's an animator. No, 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 no. Oh, the no. singer? Uh, no, 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 no. She's oh, she Lolly. Yeah, yeah. The influencer. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, Lolly travels for a living. Like you know, um, you, you know, I think that's something that the, I think that's something that you know happened. You know, in New Orleans is that. When all this light started shining on New Orleans, like I think that people are like you know realizing okay now, now it's time like you know for me to like do what I actually do because a network is building or because a industry is building, mm-hmm. a platform is building. Go ahead. Yeah, everywhere I go, I'm always like, yeah, I'm Jelani, I'm from New Orleans, and I always get a reaction like everywhere, even like people who know me from out of the country or out of the state, you know, they'll be like, yeah, that's Jelani, he's from New Orleans. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and like, and that that makes it was a conversation starter. So the last the last episode we did, um, we had a uh, uh, Mac of Supreme Beings on, and I was asking him like, you know, is the 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 industry, whether it's entertainment, arts, whatever, mm-hmm. does it have its eye on New Orleans? And he was like, no. But I think he was thinking specifically for music. And just and he related that to just how, you know, people like um, Baby and Master P, you know, they did whatever business. They did in the industry, and the industry's like, nah, we're not fucking with New Orleans. Right. But I don't know if that applies to the other art forms that are, you know, happening well, in the city too. Well, like, well, don't ever get it twisted. And, and like, you know, Max the homie, so like, you know, shout out Mac. But like, don't ever get it twisted. Like, these industries have always had their eyes on New Orleans. Right. Like, I mean, we created that. They've 
always had their eyes on New Orleans. That's why when you go out and anywhere in the world, like it, Portugal, Germany, anywhere, yeah. when you say you're from New Orleans, yeah, boom, they're like, what? What the hell? You know why? Because like they know shit about New Orleans. Yeah. I don't know shit about Portland. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about Kansas. Mm-hmm. I don't know about, like, like <laughs> if I walk up to somebody and say, yo, I'm from Kansas, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, facts. Like, New Orleans? New Orleans? Yeah. Nigg- yeah. Niggas would be like, oh, shit, you heard it was with him, baby. Like, it's a like, very distinct look, same yes, feel, all of that. Yeah. So now, something that this generation is doing and, like, it's so dope and, like, you know, like, the shit gives, like, you know, gives me like, goose, goosebumps. It's like, we're, like, we noticed that, and instead of like only trying to get shine off yeah, of that by scaring people, over. yeah, yeah we, like you know, I remember during Katrina, something that my older cousins was doing was letting people know that they were from New Orleans so that they can be scared of them. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, dog, like you know, we are from New Orleans, they're a murder capital, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Murder Fuck capital. that, nah, yeah, yeah, we yeah. are from New Orleans, we create shit, yes. We are creating your swag. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Lead, lead, lead with a positive. Lead exactly. With a positive, so, so people know. Okay, this is what's booming. This is what's popping in the city. Exactly. Yeah. So like you know, that's the best way you know I could I could kind of wrap up what what young New Orleans is doing. Like you know, like young New Orleans is making their own shit and like you know adding their New Orleans style on it and like making it products and like you know making it for brands, mm-hmm. so that our story won't be okay. They from New Orleans, they dope, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they they'll never turn into nothing. They never did this, whatever. Like, you know, something that something that like I love about, you know, like, you know, or something that like, you know, I love about and something that like I I guess like I observe, like, you know, in New York is that brands are very present. Yeah. Everywhere, like, you know, you know, kids kids like, you know, walking to high school see big ass billboards by Adidas, by Nike by Rock Nation. Like, you know, they see this. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's in their mind and, like, they're like, yo, I could be a creator. Like, you know, I can create something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that now, you know, our city and, like, you know, our young people are, like, finally starting to see, like, you know, what's happening with brands and with our culture and our lifestyle and they want to be a part of that. They want to, like, you know, add their footprint in this whole, you know, I guess, like, you know, wet cement of opportunity that's coming. Well, I mean, that's something that, that definitely impressed me when I first got here because any city I live in or visit, the first thing I do is I look up what's happening with, with youth culture. Mm-hmm. What's, what's booming? Who's creating? Who's doing what? You know, as well as, you know, who's been creating? Who were the OGs? You know what I mean? Who set the tone? Who set the trend? Who influenced the youth? Um, and it was easy for me to, like, even when I decided, okay, boom, I'll be here. We're doing, we're bringing the podcast down here. We're going to keep it going. It was mm-hmm. easy for me to find guests and people I would want to have on the show that I think people would be want to want to know about. Mm-hmm. So to even know, like, I don't know. I know even if it's quiet as kept, you could just, if you just look or listen, like New Orleans culture, like is a buzz again in, in the mainstream. Yeah. Absolutely. Because of yeah. us. Yeah. Young people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And like, but, but like not only young people, people that invest in youth culture. Like, mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, youth culture can't really thrive without the experienced motherfuckers. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it can, but, like, it'll be helpful. Like, you know, something that happens in, in, in other places is that the OGs bring up the young, young guns. Yes. And, like, you know, they, like, you know, give them opportunities and, like, they, like, show them what's, what's on the other side of yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, they don't hate on them. They don't, like, say, oh, shit, this young gun, 
is about to steal my spot. No, they say, oh shit, let's work. So that I can stay relevant, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or like you know, so that so that so that I can help you and like and 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 like that's something that like you know I learned from Law and Chike, mm-hmm. you know Polo, like you know is that we have a you know responsibility to bring up the uh, young people and like show them like you know what they can really be, yeah. like you know if it wasn't for Chike, bro, like I don't know like you know how many opportunities like I would miss. I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, you know, how my confidence would be. Like, this nigga tell me every project, every day, dog. Like, bro, like, you dope, dog. Like, like, and, like, just hearing that, being, like, a young dude, like, you know, from New Orleans. and change your whole mindset, how you see yourself. Yeah, man. So, you know, if we had more of that from, like, these dope people, man, like, you know, like, something that Juvenile said that, you know, you know, that, that like, I loved is that during his prime, during that interview, he was like, man, I'm about to pass... Like, 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 like this year, I'm not gonna make no music. I'm gonna pass this shit to Lil Wayne because the block is hot is coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna let him do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like, that's how it should be, man. You know, so, um, yeah. Passing the baton. Yeah, man, pass it. And like, I think that's happening. You know, you got people like Polo, you got people like Law, you got people like, you know, um, Cheek K, you got people like, you know, Mac, like, you know, people like, you know, just mad people that's investing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, something that, like I said um, a while ago, is is like, you know, support youth culture and those that invest in youth culture. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we need them. Right. You okay. know what I'm saying? All right, so what's been the biggest change that each of y'all experienced in y'all lives since, you know, obtaining the, 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 the getting the, having the looks that y'all been getting over the past few years? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's, what's been that big change, if there has been one? That's all My thing is mostly taking pictures at the culture and different things I do. Mm. Now it's just really people come out there looking for me and they be like mm. amazed that you polo. <laughs> the day we did the panel, talking to somebody after the panel, guy come up to me saying, man, I've been following you for 15 years. I'm like, I ain't been following myself for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. And people will say, you're a legend, you're great. And, you know, I love your work. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not used to that. I never looked for it, but it makes me feel good. It, it, it pushes me more, too. Right. So people, never people, not to, I, I hate letting people down. So you get, you get, you're being I hate honored. losing. I hate letting people down. I don't like second place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. So that pushes me and gives me a keen as not because nobody never remember who lost the Super Bowl. They already remember who won. So people are right. honoring you now. Right. Yeah. How about you? The biggest change you've experienced? Uh, I think that... <laughs> I, hey, and, and, and like, you know, I ain't complaining, y'all, but like, uh, you know, I think that one of the biggest and, and, and like, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you probably experiencing this or will be soon as uh, like definitely. But is, you know, us doing shit because we love it, you know, like, you know, like when I'm out shooting those second lines or, or like shooting like, you know, in the neighborhood, I'm doing it because I love it. I, I ain't got no goddamn rules. Yeah. I don't have no rules. Like, you know, I could I could add. However many curse words I want, yeah. however many twerking clips I want, I can do whatever. But now, you know, sometimes like you know, dealing with corporations, uh, you know, having to deal with people saying, "Can you cut a corporate version of this?" Or like, you know, "Can you make this like a little less, um, 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 make this with like a little less grit, a little less whatever, blah blah blah." That's a challenge sometimes yeah. for me because like it's like, well, you know. That's my style, like you know, like that's my aesthetic, mm-hmm. whatever. So I think that that's been the uh, biggest challenge that like I'm dealing with is just like you know, no, and then and then also, 
many many corporations have something that's called creative consultants. Yes. So yeah. it's like it's the person that consults with the creative because like they're they're also creatives that are too scared to be out here like you know uh, you know doing it full time. So they just get a corporate job and say, okay, I'm gonna help every creator that that we work with but half of the time they don't know what the fuck they're talking about so it's like I'm on the phone listening to ideas that don't make any sense to the project they don't understand the culture they don't understand whatever so I think that's been like the hardest part like you know just having to have so many people chip in on what you do Yeah, you know what I'm saying okay All right. well I'm ready for random aside you got anything else okay I I gotta say I'm definitely uh, I'm loving energy oh wow yeah 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 y'all Y'all, y'all don't understand it. I'm not from here, right? Mm-hmm. So when I came Ohio here, State, Buckeye. Ohio State, <laughs> but I'm from Dayton, Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. In Dayton, this this is, don't really exist in Dayton. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I came here and I'm like, it's only two places I've ever been where I feel like completely comfortable being a black man. That's here mm-hmm. and that's 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 Oakland. That's dope. That's it. That's dope. That's it. Mm. And I done been to Atlanta and 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 New York and nah, it's just here and there. Right. So with that said, like <clears throat> what y'all doing, y'all don't really y'all do realize it. Shit, y'all don't realize it for y'all leaders room. Right. It's a whole lot of people that need to know who y'all are, what y'all doing, and they need to feel the energy that y'all got. Cause it's a lot of black people that's disconnected and lost mm-hmm. and they don't know who they are right, right. or what they could be about until they see y'all. So, like, yeah, damn, that's real. Let, so, well, like, I want to ask you a just question. y'all, like, all of us. But right. I say y'all because right now y'all the stars on us. So, yeah, like, so, you know, I want to ask you a question, man. So, I remember when, you know, producers, like, started putting those sounds on, um, well, like, starting, like, you know, Integrating their their like names, all them tags into their songs. Mm -hmm. It was genius Mm -hmm. because like you know like many times people wouldn't know who created the beat. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's and well you know and 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 I guess you just answered this, but like do you feel like it's a very important time for content creators and like just creators like people people that make shoes, people that like you know create content, people that I guess uh, you know create glasses. Is it time for like those people to like start coming from behind the curtain and like saying this is me, this is who I am? Because like something that was all, always very very interest, like mad 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 fucking interesting to me is at the um at the what is it the fucking AMAs, at the AMAs mm-hmm. when a artist wins a music video um music video award. Oh, the VMAs. Yeah, VMAs. Yeah. When when a artist wins a award for a music video. Mm-hmm. He or she goes up and speaks, and not the film director. Exactly. I always found weird. that interesting. That so, like, it's like right. that speaks volumes to like the the current, you know, culture mm-hmm. of you know creators. Like, I think it's time for us to like start being like the stars, putting your stamp on it. I think right. I, I would have to agree with you. I think that it is important for people to know who was doing what. Mm-hmm. I also think that it's important for people who's doing the what to know what the intention is behind it what right. they're doing mm-hmm. so that you gotta balance it your ego don't get caught up in what you're doing for the people right that's it right. but it's important for the people to know who you are right okay. you know because I guess I guess what it is for me when I see you and you and you and you 
I'm reminded that I'm a creative too. Right. I'm 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 a fucking creative too. Right. And it's not just me. It's a right. lot of people that need to know they can. They can. Like right. no matter what it is, no matter what crazy idea they got, if they want to build chairs or make socks or right. make straps for your hat or whatever it is, like they can do it. Right. Facts. They need to see that. So shit buckles. I need to know like what what was what fueled you through this period in this time? Even though we not in the same industry, mm-hmm. I need to know what fueled you because I'm going through a similar situation, and I only found you because you put on your video that I watched that I resonated with. Mm-hmm. Buckles did it, right? Facts. Or Polo, same thing for you. Jelani, same thing for you. All the fly kids, Geronimo, same thing for you. Right. Myself, sure. shit, bangers by one. When I was calling myself that, right. And Robert J calling myself that, right. Bro, that song that you put out was amazing. It made me cry. Right. Thank you, brother. Tell me why. Right, exactly. And that's something that, like, you know, um, I think that one 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 of the four founders uh, you know, of 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 the of like, you know, the way black people are like, you know, shot and the way that black people uh stories are told, you know, Spike Lee, you know, uh that's something genius that like he did mm-hmm. in like all of his early work. He was always in his stuff, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and like I'm I'm still funny yeah. about that. I don't really like you know like being in my own projects. They but took from him, Stanley. Yeah, they took Tarantino. From him. Like Tarantino, you know, like he was always in his own work. Mm-hmm. So it was like nah, nah, bro, you gonna know who I am, mm-hmm. you know? Like so yeah, man. Like definitely, like I think that's mad important, you know for sure. Word. All right, let's do this random aside. Knock it out. All right, y'all ready? All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like, like, what is it like? It's I'm time just, I'm, or something? I'm, no, I'm just, uh, well, no, I, I like, well, I like it to be rapid fire. I'm actually push for it to be rapid fire. Let's just, let's just, let's put a little pressure on it. It's gonna be crazy First shit, bro. To come to your mind, right? It's gonna be like crazy shit. It's, it, it might be. There's no right or wrong answer. Whatever you want to say. All right. I'm gonna get in trouble. Bullshit, I'm back. It don't matter. I mean, you say whatever. All right, fast, fast. Right. <laughs> Ask too many questions, but I'm just gonna do it. All right, cool. Here we go. What's the flyest thing you've ever done? Damn. Uh, man, that's him right there. Nah, I can't answer this. <laughs> hey, look, I'm saying about the same thing. Man, I'm out the hood, bro. I got a shoe deal. Oh, oh come on, man. Man. boom, tell right there. Tell I got to go on Canal Street after most of my life, <laughs> rushing to Canal Street, catching the bus to Canal Street, that 28 Martin Luther King bus to Canal Street, buying shoes, bro. And I got to take my grandkids and my daughter on Canal Street and Foot Locker and get my shoes. Boom, that's fly. Boom. That oh, is. You sure you still don't answer? No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna answer. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think about it, man. Like, the flyest thing I ever did. Uh, Ain't no wrong answer. Or right answer for that matter. Just your experience. Yeah, whatever you feel it. You wanna come back? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. gonna come back to that. All right. I'm gonna think about it, though. Is it possible to make the process, you know, that y'all go through, that we go through, look sexy? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely possible to make the process look sexy. I mean, you know, uh, especially in this age of content where people, like, love to document themselves doing, like, what they do. Mm. You know, put that shit in slow motion. You know, I'll show my homie right here, like, you know, in slow motion, putting the shoe together, you know, fucking licking his lips, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? All the girls going to be on the page, like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? We're making them shoes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's it's, 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 uh, definitely, like, you know, it's definitely, like, you know, a, I mean, the process is sexy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, the process is, 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 like, as sexy as you make it, though. Okay. For sure. Okay. 
Describe life of Kanye West as president. When <laughs> everybody all uh, respond at once. He ain't coming up, John. <laughs> you remember when um <laughs> Y'all ever saw School of Rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember when the boy took over <laughs> their classroom? It's gonna be like that. Dude. Like that, like, you know. And look, listen, man, I'm a, I'm a Kanye West fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't agree with, like, you know... His politics? No, oh, now, no, 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 like, I'm an old Kanye West, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah old Kanye. His Ralph days. Yeah, yeah, his Ralph days. But, like, bro, Kanye is president right now with... Nah. It's go... It's go <laughs> because, like, it's not gonna be, like, you know, only Kanye West is president. Nah. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be Kanye Kanye Kim Dashian. It's gonna be the whole it's gonna be the Kardashian off white cabinet. But you know um. what though? I just thought about something. She's gonna be trying to get everybody out of jail. Mm. But she also she gonna try to, be. But she also gonna attempt to take over everything the same way that she just bought the all the trademarks to the word kimono. Damn. Damn. Y'all ain't know about that? No. Nah. Nah, you know the, Kar- the Kardashians are ruthless. What? Yeah, I so, so I can't sell a kimono? You can't. You can sell a kimono, can't but you call can't call it a kimono. That. What? You and gotta this is- call it a, a, a open dress or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and, and then, like, you know something else, man? You know, like, you know, Kanye West, one thing that, like, I learned about Kanye West once I got past, like, you know, the uh, lyrics and the swag and stuff is that, like, Kanye West is definitely, like, a very, very smart guy. Yeah, absolutely. But something that Kanye West said, and, like, you know, I'm going to quote him. He said, he said, I don't read a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, I think that Kanye gets information but mm-hmm. but doesn't do, like, the full research on it. But, runs with it. but his energy... And, like, his, like, motives sometimes are there. He's going to make you seem like it's right. Exactly. So, like, you know, if Kanye started, like, you know, I, I think really, 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 like, you know, doing research on his... his he's not a bad dude, yeah. He's not a bad dude, yeah. but, you know... And also, he, he's terrible at communicating, dog. He just... He, because, like, you like... He's just very, very terrible at, at communicating. He's like that quintessential creator. Right? And he, can just, he, can make, he can create, but yeah. talking to you is just we, like... We don't got to talk. Just let me... We are yeah. not... If he ain't talking to you through a song, it ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> still, still a musical genius. I don't care. Yeah. No, right. Still that, a musical that's genius. His, that's his communication. That. That's his still communication. Like, yeah. Listen to this after I leave. That's just how I yeah. feel. But like, you know, president right now, I don't think they'll be ready for Kanye as his president. Nah. <laughs> 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 Alright. What's, right. what, what's the kindest thing you've ever done that you never got credit for. Shit. Um, the the kindest thing that 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 like I've ever done that I never got credit for. Go ahead, Polo. I don't know. I don't call it kind. I really don't want the credit for it. Why yeah. you that and where I be at, bro? I run into a lot of people that don't have it. Mm-hmm. Just giving them that dollar, even if they go and buy a bill, mm-hmm. and know they don't need to meet something more to eat than a bill. Mm-hmm. But to me, just giving people to I know that really needs it. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend of mine, bro. She used to sell her body for a living, bro. She had done got to a on drugs. Sometimes I used to take her and just say, "Look, no, you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Come on, we go and see the band or something <laughs> like that, so she could just be herself again." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, like, I'm also, like, you know, I'm not big on, like, you know, credit, you know, like, unless it comes to my projects, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I do, like, you know, my, like, something that my mama showed me by example is that you do things because you want to do them, and 
you do them out of the kindness of your heart. Mm-hmm. Kind isn't just attached to a nice act. Because like just because it's a nice act doesn't mean that it's kind. Exactly. Right? You know, so it could be fake. Yeah, yeah. It could be fake. It it could be for a campaign. It could be because the camera crew is out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, I think that one of the kindest things that like I've ever did, um, you know, you know, like minus like, you know, getting credit for it, like I don't want credit for it is is like, you know, dedicating like, you know, four years of my life to being like a high school teacher. Mm. Like you, you know when I, you know I could have easily been like you know other places like yeah. you know like doing other things but like you know dedicating five years of my life when I when I plan like to only do it one 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 year. I gotta ask you when you do stuff like that. Four years. I'm sorry. Four years. Four years. Yeah. When you do stuff like that, I, I understand you take a break from doing something creative, something that you planned on doing to do something that's more practical. Yeah, but man. How did that inspire you to make you a better person? Because I know it did. Those kids, man, and 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 bro, it's different, man. Because like you know, something that something that you know, like my high school teachers like w- would always say is like you know, I don't have to be here right now. I could be doing anything else, right. but like you know, I'm here to like teach you. And like I didn't realize. That sound like you don't really want to be. No, 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 no. As a kid. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize how real that shit was until I became a high school yeah. teacher, dog. Mm-hmm. Until. Dog, like, you know, dog, dog, I swear to God, I like, on everything I love, something that happened on the first day of school this year, and I don't know if it was just, like, you know, God trying to wake me up or something, but, like, something that happened on the first day of school this year, because all summer I was like, man, I'm not going back and teach this year because, you know, I was getting so many opportunities and, like, you know, they were in different places, mm-hmm. and, like, and, like, you know, I was like, I was like, man, eventually people are gonna get tired of me saying no, mm-hmm. and, and and like you know, even like you know, even some even some of my producers was like, yo, like you know, you all may have to leave teaching soon, dog, because like I can't keep only booking you during holidays, weekends, and summertime. You know what I'm saying? But like you know, something that happened on the very first day of school this year is the bell had just rung. Kids came and sat down, and like at car, you know, as my rep gets bigger outside of school. People coming to my class, like, you know, taking pictures, like, you know, like, oh shit, I got Mr. Buckles class, like he popping, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like they are happy, like, like it's a it's a waiting list, like, you know, for my class, right? Mm-hmm. And and like and, and and like something that happened was as soon as the bell rung, kids sat down, we doing like, you know, warm-ups, like, you know, like like icebreakers. Mm-hmm. I get a call, and like on the call ID it say Rock Nation. Right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't answer it. I get two more calls from Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. And literally, I had to stop class and like, I'd be like, yo, this is like Rock Nation calling me. And I was like, who is that? I was like, Jay-Z's company, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I got to take this. Mm-hmm. I called back and they will never answer the phone. Now, I'm sure that, you know, I'm in a more fortunate position because like, you know, like Law is my big bro. And like, you know, it, it was probably Law or like somebody that like Law had calling me. But I think that that was like one of the biggest, like, you know, challenges like and like that story speaks to a bunch of things that happened to me while you know I'm teaching high school. It's like I, you know, getting those calls and like having to turn certain projects down, having to cer- turn certain certain people down that you never thought you would turn down, but just so that you can make a kid learn some shit. And like, so like in class, I get really frustrated. If a kid isn't listening or like, you know, if a kid is like disrespecting me or like, you know, if like if I say, yo, I don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. 
they believe that shit because they see me on right. social media. Literally, this year, during orientation, two of my students, um, Leonard, our quarterback, and our um, star running back, Ronnie Jackson, was like, bro, you are coming back here? And I was like, yeah, dog. He was like, dog, you going to miss out on, on like, all your blessings. These are kids telling me this. Like, they was like, dog, like, you know, like, mm. they was like, dog, like, stop wasting your time here, man. Like, you know, go, like, 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 go and filmmake. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I'm like, dog, I'm a vessel. I got, like, a bigger, yeah, bigger thing to do here. Mm. And, like, once I'm done, I'll leave. But it's like, right now, I'm doing something bigger than, than just a, a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to change kids, like, you know, like, fucking mindset. mindset. Trying to show young New Orleans, like, like yo, like I've been teaching like you know, for four years, and I guarantee you, most of the kids that's popping like in the city right now that's doing shit, I've had some them in my classroom or like them underneath something that like you know I taught them, me or Ejaz Mason, you know or Monique Constance, and and that's huge to me, dog. That's huge to me, bro. Like you know, you know like Joshua Williams, like. He, he's an actor and like he's been in like all type of shit now like he's filmmaking mm-hmm. you know like Jabari Phillips mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like you know Heaven Thomas like all these kids are doing that thing and like we introduced them to that whole creative world man you know what I'm saying not Josh but like you know we like when I met Bari and, and um and like Bari works at like you know what is it Live? Live? Live now yeah, right? Bari yeah. works at Live and Bari was a loner in, in our high school and like I was I was kinda like a loner too. And one day he just walked up to me. Like and like I guess I guess it was because like of, of, of like how I dressed. Mm-hmm. And like he had this big ass book. Big ass black book and on the front it just said design. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look. I was like like but like immediately I was like okay. And and and, and like you know he had on like a trench coat and like you know some cool boots like Chelsea boots mm-hmm. and like by me being there he was like oh shit somebody's here that's gonna understand me yeah. understand like you know what I do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and like that was one of my biggest reasons for like you know teaching is is to like you know make sure that those creative kids don't feel left out especially in a generation where rap football and basketball that's what's being pushed at school and like going to the Navy right you know what I'm saying? So it's something bigger happening. You know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. All right. Let's gotta push this. Oh, shit. My bad. Yeah, that my, my bad. My bad. That's not a part of random. Aside. <laughs> I just, it just had, just had that question. I wanted to know. Um, all right. I've been at, no, not, uh, you've been asked to come up with a Met Gala theme. What is it? A theme for the whole Met Gala? Yeah. Black people, <laughs> culture. Ain't that been the thing in the past couple years? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> to the Met? Yeah. I'm bringing New Orleans to the Met. New Orleans, yeah. Right. Right. Black right. business. Right. Word. Black business, like you know, like 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 only black designers. Like you yeah. know, like I'll be curious to see that. Like you know, if if the Met Gala was only black designers. Mm-hmm. That's not possible. Right. Dude, we was talking about it the other day. If we only do like black retailers, then that's not possible. It's only sell out of black retailers. Right. It's not really possible. Right. Uh, I think that is possible. 
Y'all wasn't supposed it's to be new, possible. It's new department right. stories, black nah, women. Like, nah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all wasn't supposed to be possible. Right. Well, yeah, it's possible. Right. We got to make but it happen. Possible. Right now, right now, it's just yeah. today. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah. At this very moment, <laughs> it's not possible. But, all right. Name the best chicken spot anyway. Y'all gonna be mad when I say this, and I don't give a fuck. Brothers Chicken. Hey, <laughs> dog, Brothers. My grandmother Chicken was Dog, say, dog, say, dog, Brothers Chicken. And, like, like, I don't eat it no more because, like, like that, that shit is horrible for you. Yeah. But, dog, yeah. Brothers Chicken, especially after a long night. Yeah. Dog, does does come in handy, brother? Brothers, so churches on Martin Luther King and Cleveland used to be ninety nine cents for two people to stop. Ah, man, <laughs> get, get rid of them, boy. You cut. That's my favorite chicken, dog. Brothers chicken. Brother's I'm sorry, chicken. dog. I, I, brother's good chicken. I, I, yeah. I used to eat brothers quite a bit after a long night working at the Ace Hotel. Oh, word. All right, name three places in your city to take a first time visitor. A second line. For sure. Mm-hmm. Under the tree on second and D. Second line uptown. Mm-hmm. And City Park. Okay. Museum of Art. Facts. <laughs> you got anything you want to add, Jelani? Nah? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Name the first person you kissed. Probably don't even remember. My mama. <laughs> my mama. Okay, not that type of kid. Yeah, yeah make it make it a little a little a little juicier than that. <laughs> Go ahead, Polo. I'm not answering that question, man. The John Robert. <laughs> man, I thought she was the most beautiful girl in the world. Four fifth grade ball of John was oh word. You alright, Jelani, alright. We, uh, we leaving you out of this. <laughs> you don't you don't remember her name, do you? Man, like, shit, man, nah, man. Okay. It's not coming to me, dog. That's fair. <laughs> uh, top three artists to change your mindset. I'm sorry? Top top three artists to change your mindset. That changed my mindset? Yeah. Or, okay. Uh, well, I mean, shit. Kanye. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. And I got to say... <clears throat> Public Game. NWA. Chike Oza. <laughs> Chike Oza. Creative control. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I think that Chike Oza is definitely the uh, person that ch- changed my mindset the most. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What did you do last summer? I'm sorry? What did you do last summer? Get ready for this summer. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Cloud yeah. nine. That's when my shoes came out. Ah. Get, yeah. get off that cloud and get back to grinding. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like last summer, something that like I realized uh, is that everything that we were doing, everything that we we're testing out, has come to pass this summer. Mm-hmm. So like prepping. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Name the last amazing album you heard. Last amazing album. Daniel Caesar. Okay. What about you? I like Watch the Throne, man. I never. It's, it's that was the last amazing album. Wow. It's a long okay. Time ago, but right. I, I can't think of what topped that. Okay. Well, well, shit. Well, 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 well. Like <laughs> I wasn't like doing it like in like a thing. Like it's, it's again. This is this you don't mean like the last. This is all subjective. The oh, okay. last, Not the last good. The last like it, your last amazing album could have been not mm. not the last critically acclaimed or I what everybody you. what you consider the last amazing that you've heard. 
Oh, yeah. It could have been 20 years ago. <laughs> you oh, know? Nah, man. I've heard like a few amazing albums, man, for but sure. The, the, the last one, would you still say Daniel Caesar or you say something before that? Uh, I can't even think about it right now. Okay. None of me came out like Watch the Throne. Okay. Oh, yeah. Th- that's true. And that's the, true. Yeah, the synthesizers on there, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. After that Sam Cooke documentary came out, man, I had me going back and listening to him stuff. I was a kid, you know, my mom and my grandmother and all, they just play the same stuff over and over. And it kind of like was aggravating to you if you was young, you know, because mm-hmm. we got Michael Jackson and rap was coming in. Yeah. You really want to hear it. But after kind of watching this de- um, documentary and hearing this music here, it's kind of make you appreciate it more. So Sam Cooke music. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And, and I guess if... If the question is, what's the last best album I heard? It'll probably have to be Blind, dog. I ain't gonna well, lie to you. Okay. Blind. Yeah, it'll, it'll be Frank Ocean that's Blind. Frank Ocean. Like, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, mad, mad experimental. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the uh, lyrics and, and the fucking wordplay mm-hmm. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Mm. On Magazine Street. <laughs> Making shoes. Still under the tree on second and D drinking booze for <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be the old cat then. Being yeah, I a, get to tell my stories and stuff. <laughs> be, being a um being like the CEO of, of of like one of the one of the leading platforms and corporations for like, you know, content. Okay. Alright. Craziest Uber or Lyft experience. <laughs> Oh man, it just happened recently, man. <laughs> what happened? I'm in an Uber with Chi K, <laughs> and, uh. and like we go to the second line, and me and Chi K are like having a conversation, and Chi K curses in the Uber. Uh-huh. So then the Uber driver's like, "Hey man, please don't curse in my car, especially not on Sundays, right?" <laughs> <laughs> right? So like Chi K was like, "Okay, word, man, cool, but like you know, next time, just like you know, ask like you know, way more politely than that because like it was no disrespect. We didn't know, and then like he didn't say anything. So then two minutes later, the other guy like turns around and is like, "So how's y'all day going?" <laughs> like and like his whole energy just changed. Doing that whole awkward weird shit. I that was that drivers be doing. I yeah. was like, man, I yeah. was I was like, bro, like this dude just switched up real quick. Like I think that there also needs to be a button." On if, on like you know if Do you want to talk, talk yeah, or like not, not. Yeah, because like yeah. I don't always want to talk and like yeah. I don't know if that's possible in New Orleans because like people like people no, are so friendly. It's right. possible. People, really? I don't talk in my Ubers, bro. If I have something to do, I get in that motherfucking be like, hey, how's your day going? Wonderful. All right, cool. You know how to get to where we going? Cool. I got it on GPS. That's what's up. Hello. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what's up. But 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 like, or I just won't even say. I shit. do that too. I do that too. But like even. That's exhausting, bro. Having those fake phone conversations, <laughs> I do that shit so much, bro. I do that shit so much because I'm like, yo, oh my god, like I really don't feel like talking. But 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 like it's like I wish like I know back in the day sometimes people would all get in taxi, like like taxis and say just drive. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna clear my mind. Shit, now if you get an Uber. That motherfucker go drive you crazy too. It's, it's, the, rate, it's, it's the rating system. Like yeah. the rate, they feel like drivers think that you know they got to oh, interact. They got to interact with yeah. to make sure they rate and stay high. But if they could actually That's read it. people, you know, they don't know how to read. You, you know, okay, this person don't really want to talk. You know what I mean? Um, all right, concerts or festivals? 
What? Like, do you prefer concerts or festivals? Depends on who the artists are for me. Okay. Small intimate festival. No, small intimate concerts. What's, yeah. the, what's the best one you've attended? I like festivals. I went to Coachella this year. Oh yeah, damn. Bruce Springsteen, Baton Rouge. Okay. Christmas. I think that the Prince. <laughs> yeah. I still never saw a what? Outcast is fire Buddha. Word? Outcast. Damn. I still never saw a production put on like Kanye. Um, Kanye's. Um, what was that with the uh, ballerinas and shit? My beautiful. Yeah, the runaway. Oh, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Yeah, like, that's, uh, that was the wrong way. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, way. like, like that. That production was crazy. Okay. All right. Best late night food anywhere. Brothers. <laughs> no, I actually thought in Portland they got a food truck. It's like they got pizza and lasagna, but they got the best lasagna, and they open to like three a.m. Portland. Yeah, that's fine. That like some crazy shit. Yeah, they got like they got like national awards as a food truck. Word? Late night mm-hmm. lasagna. Yep. All right. That's on fire. You know what I'm doing? It's I called Love Verona. If you ever in Portland. That's on fire. Love Verona. Yeah. All right. It used to be Anita's for a long time. <laughs> Anita's and it's we never closed. Now it's like I don't know. They got a guy by the sandpipe. He got some burgers. He be cooking up off the change. And my partner, Chris, he the chef, he cooks over there by a hideaway. Okay. That salmon, oh, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even want to go in the hideaway because they had that line, but I'm going in there to get that salmon from Chris, man. The hideaway yeah. Claiborne? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Name your favorite decade and why. Ooh, that's fire. Whether you lived in that decade or not. I'm going to put that out there, too. I just feel like the people in the... Um, I feel like the people in the, in the, in the, in like, I guess it like, when, w- w- the Panthers was, was what, late 70s, yeah. early 80s? No, 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 late 60s. Late yeah, 60s, so like 60s, 70s, yeah. 60s, like, like, that little area, mm-hmm. I just feel like black people, <laughs> it's gonna sound funny, black people. They allowed them black and I'm proud yeah. no. Black people, Pro civil rights, early black power movement, yeah. And, yeah. and like black people spoke so dope, mm. like like they were so hip with like you know how they spoke, like yeah. you know like you know like like Angela Davis, like like she spoke so dope, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like it was powerful, yeah. yeah. And 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 like you could tell that confidence. they, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And like you know, I'm a person that stutters, mm. so like you know, I pay attention to the way that people speak a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because like most of the time. I'm probably borrowing ideas from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like, dog, I just feel like they they really meant what they said. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Looking yeah. At TV. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a rhythm to it. Yeah. Feel me? Okay. Yeah. What about you? you got anything, Jelani? Wait, repeat the question again. Name your favorite decade and why. That. Favorite what? Favorite decade. Decade, yo, I think, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about this. I'm, th- I'm plotting on 2020, 2030, because, like, Word. I won't. <laughs> That's the first. I never, no one's ever yeah, said yeah, the future. Yeah, I ain't yeah. never heard that. I respect that. Yeah, I'm more like with the technology, and, like, I don't know. Back in the days, like, the culture was cool, but I'm with the technology right now. Facts. And how we plot, how I'm setting up the next decade. Word. Yeah, that's fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no polo. <laughs> 
them early 70s and stuff like you were talking about. Okay. Was, man, I used to watch that, you know, with the pimp hats and all the flies. <laughs> man, you know, it was like Michael Jackson around that era was just popping, popping. Oh, yeah, just yeah, seeing yeah, somebody yeah. that had control of the whole, the Jacksons and Michael Jackson, you know, they had, I mean, just to see black cartoons. Yes. You know what I'm Shit. saying? Damn, getting up to watch the Jacksons, man. Then you go on, look at it, but back then, man, it was fighting to get to the TV, man. Yeah, I remember when I was uh, early. I remember when I was a kid, like young, young in the early '80s. <coughs> they would show reruns of Fat Album. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just thought that was like the dopest cartoon. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they did have some. They had some really good, uh, some good cartoon, good black cartoon. Yeah, back Thanks. at that time. All right, final question, but not quite final for you because you still got to answer questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does living my best life mean to you? Being free and being happy. Yeah, man. Facts. That's why I didn't go to college. I'm just trying to do do what, what I feel is right for me. Okay. In, in a smart way and not, not put myself in a position where I'm going to be unhappy. Let people know what you do for your day job. Oh, yeah. I do, like, a software development. Uh, yeah. Full stack development, basically. That's how I've been funding the shoes. Mm, that's what cool. A software cool. job yeah. to fund the shoes, yeah. All right. What's living my best life mean to you? Man, I got the opportunity that my children and my grandkids may not have to slave for nobody. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. So you figured out what the flash thing you ever done is? Well, <laughs> he never answered. He never answered. Like, I'm going to just say I, I got the, I, I paid for my shoes, man. That's not really my one, but I'm going to say I mean, you're 22, so you know that's a hell of a thing. Yeah, you're 22, exactly. man. Um, shit, I can't top that. Uh, I, I think the flyest thing, like, like if you, like, you know, like thinking about fly, I think that, man, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk, and well, everybody was drunk. <laughs> it was a wedding, and we are taking a picture, man, and you know. We we all couldn't have phones at this at this you know like at this wedding mm-hmm. because it was just like exclusive like they had stars there, and it, if we had phones we was gonna be asked to leave. Mm-hmm. So the whole time I'm looking at this particular artist and I'm like, dog, I gotta find a way to let people know that I'm in the r- room with this dude because like I don't get star sh- like starstruck at all ever, yeah, but like yeah, this right. dude yeah. it was different. Yeah, yeah. So we are taking a picture, and then I hear, oh man. How y'all gonna forget about me? And it's Jay Z. Uh, uh. <laughs> and that boy gets up and gets in the picture yeah. with us. Yeah. <laughs> and then that quick, like I was like, damn. Like, yeah. like, like I was like, damn. And it wasn't even like, like I just don't think that like like people understood understand like what Hove like stands for to like you know to somebody like me, man. Mm. So like you know to like have him hop in that picture. And like you know, show people like, yo, I'm in this room, you know, like yeah. like I'm in this space. That just meant like so much to me, you know what I'm saying? Like I felt like that was some fly shit. Like you know, like even for my cousins, like you know, my, my OGs that like like that like you know grew up on Hove, that like modeled their whole life behind Hove. They hit me up like, oh shit, you are hanging with Hove? I'm like, yeah, dog. <laughs> my partner, dog. You know what I'm saying? He's somebody. He's his career. He's been a, uh, a billionaire, it's, man. It's, it's almost 25 yeah. years. He's been, he's, he's been officially, like, since his first album came out, almost 20, it'll be t- 2021 will be the 25th anniversary of Reasonable, Reasonable Doubt. Doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he, yet and still, he has influenced 
multiple generations, people of his generation, generation of that, generation after right. that. You know what I mean? And right. even just by the time the generation after that one comes of age, the the business dealings that he has done will be the thing that influenced therefore influence them in the way that previous generations were influenced by his music as, right. well, as well as his, his business moves and things like right. that. So definitely. And I shook that boy hand, man. Like, it's crazy, bro. I, you know, the guy who shot the album covers and most of them covers, I got him on feed uh, when we talk. He oh, like, yeah. He talking to me like, low, like, woo, woo, woo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He started off, you know, I'm talking to him. He's like, man, like, you know, like, I'm trying to keep all proper. Once he broke it down, I just broke it down with you What is he trying to tell you how to do this? Bam, yeah. call me anytime. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah like, man. that's some fly shit, man. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, that boy called me creepy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never told this story before, but. <laughs> so, I wound up sneaking my phone out. Yeah. And, like, I was filming Beyonce. Oh, no, no. I was filming him and. Uh, <laughs> that boy Lug will kill me, dog. <laughs> I was filming Hove and Blue yeah. dancing. Okay. Uh-huh. So, like, but like he saw me, but like he didn't say nothing. Uh-huh. So then Beyonce started passing, and like I started panning to Beyonce with Beyonce like this. <laughs> I'm drunk on the show, pan. Yeah, yeah. So Ho walks up to me, and, and he's like, "Creepy man, yeah. creepy." <laughs> he's like, "Creepy man, creepy." So so you go ahead. So when that boy said that, I still got my phone out. <laughs> I'm like, caught. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, it's a pleasure to meet you, yeah. man. <laughs> and that boy's like, yeah, you are too, young blood. No, 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 no. You are too, blood. I was like, man, who just called me blood, dog? You and that that picture from that picture that's posted all on it of, of from Laws. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. I have to go back and yeah, look. Yeah, man, that. I got the I got the okay. glasses on it okay. in the picture. Yeah, yeah man. I'm gonna go back and look at that jump. All right, well. We have reached the end of the show. Um, tell, I need y'all to tell everybody where they can find y'all. I know we, I shouted you, your IG out a million times at the beginning, but you can drop that again, Jelani. But definitely tell everybody where they can find you. Um, and then we will end on some, this final announcement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tell everybody where they can find you. Under the tree on second and D. Under <laughs> the tree on the second Pull and on D. all the photographers on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and all that stuff. But, okay. You know, I'm up top. Yeah, I'm Jelani. I'm on Instagram at Shoot Preserve. Um, uh, e Buckles. I'm on Instagram at uh, E dot Buckles. I'm on Twitter at E underscore Buckles. Uh, House of the Young dot com. Yep. Okay. All right. So, on a somber note, depending on how much you like us, <laughs> uh, it depends. Oh, uh, it depends. You you got that book? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. What was about to say. Oh, so, so this is actually going to be the final weekly, final weekly show for the All the Fly Kids show in, in New Orleans. Um, Robert will be remaining in New Orleans. However, I am returning back to the DC metropolitan area uh, tomorrow. So by the time y'all Word. hear this, I will already be back there. Um, and you know, some things that have just taken place that I knew that this this a move out of New Orleans was, was coming. I didn't anticipate it coming this soon, mm-hmm. but um, some things happened. Um, and I always, also, I always follow the universe. Mm-hmm. And in the same way I follow the universe that brought me here, I'm gonna follow the universe again. It's gonna take me where I need to go next. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, I emphasize it's the final weekly show. Uh, Cause I have no intentions whatsoever on ending the relationship and the ties that I've created in New Orleans in the cool. 10 months mm-hmm. that I've been down here. 
Um, Working boy. So, yeah, I, I mean, that's what I do, man. I go grind, grind, wherever I go, grind. I get busy. Grind. You know, so um, I just want to say that, one, it was a pleasure working with you. Robert, you know, I know when I first hit you with that, with the whole, you know, like, yo, do this podcast with me, you know, you have some reservations, God, I sure and I was just like, dude, <laughs> you just sit here and talk, like, we, like, this is, let's do the same thing, mm-hmm. you got into it, and you're natural at it, so I appreciate you for taking the chance, you, not only on me, but also on yourself for doing this, you know what I mean, um, to you three gentlemen here, you know, it's, I'm definitely, you know, happy that y'all could have been the, y'all were the guests for the, the final week sure, of the show, man. that's you an honor, that's a pleasure, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm, I'm Again, I'm I'm new here, so I'm just a student of y'all culture. You know what I mean? However, I see the beauty and, and, and the value, and I want the world to know just not only what's happening in New Orleans as of today, what has happened, but also, you know, how y'all continue to influence mm. the world at large. You know what I mean? Right. So thank y'all for, you know, coming on this 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 at last episode here. Thank you, boss, for you know sure. What I mean? So, you know, but um I'll be returning back to the DC area, you know, um the show's gonna keep going on. Um you will hear weekly show back in rotation again uh, within the next couple weeks so um, stay tuned for that make sure y'all keep following um, and as always I mean you got anything to say I do I <laughs> okay alright um, I, I was about to end it, end it but go ahead, go ahead. well no 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 I, I want to tell you thank you mm-hmm. um, I would have never thought of doing nothing with no podcast I would have never met any of the people that I've met mm-hmm. I would have been shit I don't even know I was homeless mm-hmm. um, <coughs> but you saw and still see something in me that I'm still learning to see myself mm. and putting people like 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 these like everybody that you've been able to connect me with mm. in a room helps me to really like see like maybe I do deserve to sit at the table like right. for real mm. that's that's a power for me um and I want to thank you for that also I understand how much you love culture and the way that you see it helped me to understand or help me to re-see the way that I see it and I experience it. Mm. I'm not just really in it no more. I realize like now I'm a part of it and the things that I do really affect other people for real. Yes. So you helped me to see that. Um, I talked to Polo earlier about getting a magazine because I wanted it to be gifted to you because Mm. I always think like, I know you don't carry a lot, right? But I'm like, I know that Nola is like, it's going to be a real big staple. When you look back and you tell your story, mm. the experience that you had in NOLA is going to be a real big staple because of the directions that it led you as far as your ancestry, your spiritual path. And I think that you won't, you're going to want something to remember it by. Absolutely. And I think that his book is like, oh yeah, for really sure. like the most official way mm. to remember not just this experience, but what culture really means to you. Word. So, Thank you. I wanted to have that happen. If you could help me to do that, Polo, I would appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. That's what I I wanted to do. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, And big shout out, Dope Society. Yes. I know Mike is over there cleaning up after this weekend. Um, But big shout out, Dope Society. Dope Society is amazing. Michael Wilson, Denisio Truitt, um, (laughs) for opening y'all doors to us, you know, coming here every week um, to do the thing, you know what I mean? Um, It's been a pleasure. Oh man, just the the, the, the kindness and genera- generosity that y'all showed um, means a lot. So um, I'm just gonna keep it going, and you know, I will be back in New Orleans often. <laughs> you know, I definitely be back in New Orleans often, and I definitely be coming with people in tow so they can see the New Orleans that I got to see. You right. know, um, which is a it's a very beautiful, very beautiful place um, that goes far beyond the French Quarter and Bourbon Street and all yes. of that. 
you know? So, with that said... I got a question for you. <laughs> I, when I come to New York... Mm, I'm not going there just yet. I know you're not going there just yet. Mm. But when I come, you're going to be there. Yes. I want to be on the show again. Okay. You got it. Even if it's just, even if it's just for the episode. Just you got it. Well just, like all the, it. well, just like all the guests have an open invite to always come back on the show, mm-hmm. so do you and any other co-host that I've ever had, which has only been two. But, you know, it's all the open invite is there. Is that, you know, it's all good. Time come back. All right. I'm going to that. <laughs> cool. I'm going to that. Now... I'm going to say, that's a wrap, and don't be a goofy. Don't do it. Don't ever be a goofy, y'all. Don't damn do it. All right, we out. Place I want to go, place I want to go. Through the city, through the city, through the city. It's a little spot I know. Do you want to go? Are you coming with me? Man, with me, you with me. It's a place I want to go. I just want to ride with you. All the Fly Kids show is recorded inside of Dope Side, located in the bywater of New Orleans. Produced by Geronimo Nose and Robert J. And powered by Fairground Inc. Listen to the show on your favorite podcast app and be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Pay it forward and let your people know we're here.